Jack of All Nerds is recorded in front of a dead studio audience. Welcome back to more cooking with Bane. Oh, you think grilling is your ally? Now's not the time to sear. That comes later. <laughs> Previously on The Waltzing Dead. It was ravenous, ravishing, sensational, the most sensational waltz I'd ever seen, except for one little misstep by Carl at the beginning. Carl! Now at Olive Garden, our all-you-can-eat breadsticks are fast and furious. When you hear your family. Arkham Peace Theater proudly presents Batsio and Jokerette. Batsio, Batsio, wherefore art thou, Batsio? <laughs> okay, Blue Team, you've been double-dared, so you can either answer the question or take the physical challenge. We're going to take the physical challenge. Are you the doctor? Uh, no, I'm the nurse. Where is he? Due to explicit content, listener discretion is advised. You've been listening to The G-Spot, where we play nothing but Kenny G classics for a two-hour block of time. Up next on Chaotic Radio, the Jack of All Nerd Show with Michael, Derek, John, and sometimes Sam. Hello and welcome to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. I'm the Jack of All Nerds, Michael Maxwell. Joining me tonight, I guess as a special co-host and guest, cosplayer, Joker's Plaything, Lee Edwards. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. And uh, putting up with me and uh, the man in the booth, Mr. The, John Edis. The creeper. The, okay. I thought you said you weren't going to do that I one I was tonight. lying. Okay. That's what I figured. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Chucky shirt. That's what it is. Yeah. And John's back with us. Uh, he was out last week due to flooding. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is everything okay? Yeah, actually, uh, a couple of pairs of Depends and um, no more problems with the flooding. Uh, I had to cut back on my cranberry juice. That's what it was. Wow. <laughs> that's uh, more information than I think we needed. Uh-huh. There's an image you'll never get out of your mm-hmm. head. That, that'll teach me for caring about your well-being. It will. It should. You should know better by now. <laughs> uh, tonight, we're going to talk uh, what we're going to talk about. You. Oh, well, hey. Because <laughs> uh, you, you've been a guest on our show once before, yes. and you have done so, so much yes. since the last time you were on. <laughs> a whole it, lot. It's insanity. Uh, but before we get on to that, uh, it's time to talk about the people who allow us to be here. The sponsors. John, are you got this? You got this covered? Sure. Why not? You know what? Maybe I'll try, give it a legitimate try this time. Oh, okay. I doubt okay. that. But here we go. The Etowanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. That's a fair effort, I would yeah. say. Conveniently located off the 210 freeway at the Day Creek exit, the Etowanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> Formerly the Pocliffe Palace. <laughs> <laughs> Has nightly food specials, drink specials, live entertainment, pub trivia, karaoke. For more information, visit facebook.com forward slash E Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Better? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And also check out The Dinner Detective, America's largest interactive murder mystery dinner show. For more information, visit thedinnerdetective.com. And if you're purchasing tickets for the Ontario location in California, then uh, use the promo code CRIME to get a $5 discount. And of course, Four Color Fantasies comic book store located in Rancho Cucamonga, California. For more information, visit fourcolorfantasies.com. That's with the number four, and also on Facebook at 4CF Rancho. It's forward slash 4CF Rancho. And uh, if you're in the area, check them out, guys. They're, it's a great store. 
Lots of comics, collectibles. Yep. I have my geek membership. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and they do a lot of cool events. In fact, coming up here in the next week or so, they're going to start selling tickets for their private screening of Star Wars Ooh, in yes. December. So are we going to go do that one? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We do all the screenings. Come on, That's John. true, we do. <laughs> do you need a Stormtrooper? <laughs> I just bought Star Wars shot glasses to give away today. So did you? Just for that event. Ooh, cool. Nice. I did. Right so, on. Because it's a well-documented fact that all Star Wars fans are complete alcoholics. Um, <laughs> or just George Lucas. I'm not sure. Anyway, so yeah. Check those guys out. Spons- sponsors. There you Yay. go. Yay. Um, and now it's time for current events. Current events. I only have one. Okay, what do you got? And that's that it was announced that Jurassic World 2 has already set their release date. So there's that. I don't okay. know. So did, did either of you see Jurassic I, World? I, no, I did not. I did. No. You I saw did. it. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I can't remember. Um, I thought it was on the same par and the same level, no improvement or no degradation from the very first one. All right. Well, that's so. Most people enjoyed the first one, so that's um, yeah. That's good. And most people that I talk to have enjoyed it, except for Derek. So yeah. <laughs> well, Derek's special. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, they already announced the sequel and I don't know how I feel about that because frankly, I was already, when this movie came out, I was like, look, how many times is these fucking dinosaurs going to escape before someone's like, you know, right. it's probably a bad idea. And now we're going to see it again. So, but, uh, Chris Pratt is on board apparently right. as the uh, Raptor whisperer. So there is that. So the movie will have his charm and abs and, Ooh. um, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm sure people will be on board to watch it. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I haven't really been paying attention to social media this last week. I've been pulling all-nighters working on a on a game I'm developing. But uh, mm-hmm. does anyone have anything? Um, no, not um, really. No. Probably nah. no. Current <laughs> events and relevant <laughs> events, two different things. A lot of stuff's happening, but who cares? We go both right, ways. I, I think that's what it is. <laughs> Nothing really to care about. Hulk Hogan was uh, booted from the. Oh yeah. I heard okay, about now that. that's yeah. actually a good one. Yeah, for evidently being racist. Yeah. <laughs> it was recorded uh, saying some not so nice things, and they booted him. They removed him from the website and everything. Yeah. Wow. What I think is funny about it is it was audio lifted off of a sex tape of all things, and yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> Right. With like he's like sleeping with one of his daughter's friends. Oh, I know. It's like and wait a minute. The fact that he uses rapes racial epithets is the problem here right. that everyone focuses on. That's pretty funny and uh, what like, a weird world like we live in. During sex, that's I don't I don't know if it was during it, it or, was, I didn't see it. Did his, you? Oh no, I I'm trying to remember. It was his buddies actually recorded. He's the one who turned it over. Oh that's right. It was his friend's oh, wife. His, that's yeah. right. And his oh. And it was creepy that he was sleeping with his daughter's friend that actually kind of looked like his daughter. That was kind of creepy. That's, that's creepy? Weird. Really? Yeah. You mean you, you mean know he never knows? Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. You asked for it. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, yeah, but like I'm saying, all right of that, all, that. Yeah, yeah. all of that is what's going on, but everyone latches on the racial epithet of right. all things. Well, yeah, that's because like, that's what's hot right now is, is racial stuff. Right. So, oh, okay. Of course. Incest is cool. Racism is not. Well, it wasn't actual <laughs> incest, John. It, it was just creepiness. It just, which, you know, looks yes. like it. 
Sorry, it's just gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. It is. Uh, I went and saw Phantom of the Opera at the Pantages oh, this past nice. week. Really? It was an early birthday gift oh, from my special nice. lady friend. And it was awesome. It was the first time I'd ever seen it on stage. Awesome. Who was uh, who played Phantom? It was the understudy. Really? But he was he was amazing. He really was. The only person who sucked out loud was the guy who played Raul. <laughs> and no, it was it was awful. Like he was very stiff in all his movements and he's supposed to be like the romantic lead, you know, he has the the song that's supposed to make her feel better. And the way he sang everything was just like very operatic and loud and just not soothing in any way. It was <laughs> it was the worst romantic lead I've ever seen in my life. It was terrible. Um but the the rest of the cast was phenomenal. And having like I've always I've heard the music you know, since I was a, a wee lad, uh, Michael Crawford, of course, as the Phantom, and so I'd always wanted to see the stage play. And then they came out with that movie a few years mm-hmm. back. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yes. Yeah. With uh, any Rossum. With Gerard Butler as the, as the fucking Phantom. Yeah. And <laughs> I just I remember like when that movie opened, the opening was really strong, and I was like, this is gonna be great. Right. And then you hear the Phantom start to sing, and you're like, wait, what is happening here? And so the stage show didn't have a lot to live up to from what I had seen. So, but they they definitely did a good job. The Phantom rocked it, and their their set pieces and everything, special effects were amazing. So, did you get all dressed up and go to dinner and all that good stuff since you were going to paint? Well, I got as dressed up as I get dressed up. And okay. <laughs> went and yeah, we had an awful dinner at a place around the corner. It was pretty spectacular. Awesome. So it was like an Asian Mexican fusion. <laughs> that is not what you want, get no. when you want Asia fusion. No, and it was not done very successfully at all. Wow. So, in fact, funny but, funny story. Uh, so Jojo ordered a steak, and they brought the steak out, and there's no seasoning on the table, and the steak was not seasoned when they cooked it, and so she hunted around for service. The service is terrible, and just to ask for some salt and pepper. So they come out and they bring out. It's not in a shaker. It was just little little trays with salt and pepper, obviously from the kitchen. And so she takes the salt and she sprinkles it over the the steak to season it and some pepper. And she's eating it. And she's like, "Why is this not tasting salty? And like it wasn't working at all." And she finally just took a, a dab of it from the thing and licked it. It was fucking sugar. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know, honestly, I was. Wondering if you ordered the forbidden chicken. <laughs> Not that kind of fusion, John. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's an inside joke. Check out Mike's other stuff. You'll get it. <laughs> so, but yeah, the show was good. Uh, cool. So that's, I guess that's current events. Yay. Right Yay. <laughs> yeah. Ant-Man is, is actually now doing steadily well at the theaters. There's some current event news. Um, it had It had a sluggish opening weekend. It and did. this is according to my inside track information at AMC. And it... Um, actually has been performing really well and they're it, they're saying it's on track to make as much as uh any of the other marvel movie wow. really because yeah. they in the beginning they said it it did horrible yeah no, yeah. it's opening weekend was only it was it did like 58 million did you guys see like it we did, uh, yeah. i did yeah, and i, I did too it. you know what honestly because my expectations were slow might have been why i felt the movie was as good as i felt it was but it wasn't horrible so i was like a real backhanded compliment yeah. John. <laughs> well no I, I i i don't feel it was up to par with the last couple of marvel movies i agree but it was not i because honestly i just expected paul rudd and yeah to the, show more personality right right yeah and he he you didn't see much of him yeah he actually did a pretty good job i was i i 
actually enjoyed it. There were some things I thought were really lame. The villains suck balls, yeah. but you know. Well, they they all can't be world-ending villains. You know, I hate no. to say it, but I I I didn't care for Michael Douglas. Really? Um I don't know. I I remember <laughs> Michael Douglas and romancing the stone, you know, spry oh, and yeah. man. <laughs> and to see him aging, it, it's a little maybe that's what it is. It's it's a little rough on me. Yeah. I I thought they did a really good job at the beginning of the movie with his um appearance. Yes. Without yes. spoiling everything. Um, right. I thought they did a really good job. I was like, wow, that's pretty damn good. Right. I agree. Yeah. Actually, they had me within the first five minutes. That that opening scene that tied everything uh-huh. to everything else, I thought was great. And, yeah. yeah, that was good. And yeah. it was a very different movie. It was. It was. So. It I was think, slapstick, maybe? Yeah, mm, I think, though, in, in some places it it was too long and drawn out, and then all of a sudden it tied it up in a little package with a bow. And two, I think... Yeah, the end. The end came really quickly when right. they got like because let's. The, the, but I don't Marvel, think we're giving anything Marvel away. Marvel kind of does that. It's a heist film, is what it is. Yeah, and that's so that it was very different than any other Marvel film. But it does like by the time when the the heist actually happens, like it it starts and then it's over like real fast. The the movie. So, right, and yeah. without spoiling anything, the um you know if you watch the credits to the very end, you're gonna yes. obviously typical yeah. Marvel fashion. I think they should have put that maybe. Before the credits, some of it? I don't know. <laughs> well, they did, they double Easter egged it. Yeah. And which, I kind of like the way they do that, to be honest. Which is funny because you would think, if you've seen a few Marvel films, you would know to stay for the mid yes. and the end. My very own co-host, Mr. Derek Murray, did not stay for oh. the second one because he didn't realize it was there. They saw the mid one and then split. Oh, oh you well. you always stay till the very end. Yes. Yeah, I stay till they bring in the brooms and start sweeping up the mess. <laughs> I, I saw the movie, you know, in those nice leather lounge. Oh my goodness. Which which theater was that? It was actually in Palos Verdes. It was a um, I think it was a Regal theater, and it wasn't. Oh, so they've already got the new lounge chairs. Oh in there? yes. Oh, they've got those in the lobby at the one up in Ontario. Mm. Well, you know, I usually go to the one in uh, Terra Vista. I'm cheap. Like, you know, to pay five bucks yeah. to see a movie in this one, I was in heaven. I was all curled up and the movie was good. I could tell because I didn't fall asleep. I could not imagine <laughs> ever like my boss. He uh, he goes to this place like I don't even know the name of it, but it's like they have recliners. They bring you blankets. Oh, is that they have, like, so, No, it's yeah. actually it's it's similar to Arclight, but it's nicer than that. Like they have full menu service in the theater. And alcohol. alcohol, like they have servers yeah, yeah. that come and bring you food. Oh, I've heard, I've heard of that place. I could not imagine yeah. taking him to like Terra Vista. <laughs> like well, yeah. He would never, he wouldn't be able to handle it. He'd lose and you his get mind. to pick your seats. Yeah. You get yep. at the window. You're like, I want mm-hmm. those. Yeah, yeah. That concept actually started up in Portland. It's this place it used to be called the Mission Theater and Pub, and it was owned by McMinimins, which is this uh, microbrew chain up there. And they used to have couches set up on platforms with. Uh, with coffee tables in front, full service, micro brews, the whole shot. Mm. I actually saw Batman back in '89 at that theater. Oh, wow. uh, that in that way, and <laughs> wow. I was like badass because got a steak, and I'm sitting there. You Jeez, know, it was badass. It was kind of cool. That's crazy. I'm glad to see that that trend is actually taking off down here now, though, because it's so, it's so expensive. Oh, I know. My at my uh, kids' theater, the AMC in uh, Riverside at the Tyler Mall, mm-hmm. they now have bar. They took out the arcade and they put alcohol service in there. And Interesting. <laughs> yeah, he's waiting. He can't wait to turn 21 because they want to train him. And I guess they're doing the bar is doing really well. 
Um, but because of the limitations of getting into the theater and everything else, uh, you don't get the opportunity to just get smashed at the bar. You can get two drinks and then you got to go and get back in line. And by then you uh. started. So they're able to sell alcohol, which is cool, but you don't have to deal with the drunks, which makes it even better. Right. And the the arc lights, I think, sell alcohol. Yeah, too, they do. Don't they? Yeah, but they serve you there. At your seat? Right. Yeah. Oh. The AMC's not doing that. You actually got to go to the bar and buy it. That's better, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The, the the idea of having like pick a seat is kind of weird at a movie theater. Yeah. Especially when we uh we saw Into the Woods at the ArcLight mm-hmm. and when we bought our seats there was not uh, you know there wasn't a lot of um seats bought. So I picked some seats in the middle that weren't next to anybody and then we show up and the theater was still relatively empty empty except for this old couple who out of all the fucking seats they could have bought Pick the seats right next to us in this like practically empty theater. My girlfriend was so annoyed. She's like, really? You could have sat anywhere, but you had to sit right next to us. You guys could have gotten up and moved. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure they don't enforce it that hard when well, the theater's yeah, that it's empty. Well, yeah, not sold out. Yeah. But, well, that's yeah. surprising. When I saw Ant-Man, there, was hard, there weren't that many people in there, and it was opening night. It was yeah. that Wednesday. Yeah, we did yeah. – uh, Four Color did a, a private screening for that, and it I wasn't – I miss these things. How do you miss I these things? I don't know. Don't you live like right down the I'm street? I'm like out of the loop. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I hey, do. they're doing Star Wars. So. I I will be there in my stormtrooper armor. I, cool. I'm planning on uh, wearing my Jedi costume Yay. for that. Get some use. I might have it. to shoot you. Dang it, <laughs> rebel scum. But uh, but yeah, they're uh, and that's supposed to be in a big big theater. They did a smaller theater for Ant Man because ticket sales weren't very strong for it. And uh, well, I guess the question is, are they going to do the 3D Star Wars or are they going to do the 2D? I have no idea. Hmm. I have no idea. Because remember, I, they did Avengers, and that was supposed to be 2D, and it ended up being 3D. Right. Well, I saw the so. pr- I saw the trailer when I went and saw Ant Man. I saw it in 3D, and they showed the Star Wars trailer in 3D, and that's the first time I'd seen the 3D version of that trailer. It's not bad if the 3D carries through in the film the way it did in the trailer. It's not going to be as. I, I haven't seen a 3D movie, the new 3D movies yet in a theater. It, uh, it's terrible. I don't. 3D. I won't pay do the extra money. I'm cheap. No, and and with good reason because I don't think it does anything. Like we saw Avengers in Avengers two in three D with four color fantasies, and it didn't do anything for me. Like nothing, you know what I mean? Like it it kind of slightly raises it off the surface of the screen just a little bit in certain yeah. places. That's all it does. Oh, I take it back. I did see um, Disneyland for pass holders allowed you to see fifteen minute clip of um, Big Heroes. No, I'm sorry, it was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. In three D. Hmm. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, I, and Captain EO. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, those are the old school 3D glasses. Yeah. Those were old school. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of hit and miss. Avatar was almost too much. Um, I couldn't was, bring myself to watch that. Star Trek uh, Into Darkness was pretty much dead on right there in the midpoint where it felt right. And then um, Harry Potter, the last one, The Deathly mm-hmm. Hallows, that one to me just felt like it was like cut out figures on, you know, like, like paper cut out people. That's mm-hmm. how that one felt to me. Huh. Well, and sometimes when they do the 3d rendering too, it makes the film quality kind of weird and it speeds things up Yeah. with the Hobbit. That was a problem. Oh yeah. That the barrel thing in the, in the river was just awful. All the me. action in that was nauseating because everything felt like it was going at like time and a half speed. It was, yeah. Ugh. Nope. No, nope. thank you. But yeah, and it's also it's it's expensive. Yeah, I'm cheap. It. Yeah, so I hear that 
<laughs> uh, I found I found at University Village in Riverside. It's like eight bucks during oh, prime time hot. to go see a flick. Really? And, yeah, and it's like five bucks during the day. The theaters are small and it's a little older, but that's where I saw Mad Max, and I was like, this is great because only like thirty people in this theater, and it was kind of yeah. bitching. Actually, the uh, Cinemark. I want to say it's the Cinemark Eight in Chino, uh-huh. off of like Philadelphia and like Central or some somewhere around that area. Uh, really cheap daytime and evening, and it's not like it's not like a dollar theater where they're like old movies, like their current movies, reasonably priced, and their snack bar, more importantly, is also reasonably priced. That so, is important. Yes, you yeah. don't have to hit up the ninety-nine cent store before you go <laughs> <laughs> to get the same boxes of candy, or have some eighteen-year-old going, "Excuse me, sir, can we check your backpack?" <laughs> it's like, no, you can't. I, I got gummy uh, worms in here. You can't have. You know, them. with all the the shootings that have happened in theaters recently i'm surprised they allow backpacks in at all um yeah. like they'll let they'll let like um if a woman's got her like little mini backpack that acts as her purse they'll let that go in i've but, gone in with a full backpack yeah twice in the past couple of months no no harm no foul like yeah. didn't even didn't even want to look inside they just let me right in Jeez. yeah i know um i know like typical company policy in most of these theaters is backpacks no or large bags as well um, they're really anal. And actually, since last week, they've gotten pretty. Oh, I bet. They, they're doing the usual knee jerk clamp down on stuff. Yeah. Although in California, let's face it, I mean, not not to make light of the situation, but you would be foolish because, you know, there are at least three people packing in every theater you go to in Southern California. If there are mm-hmm. enough people to make it worth your while to try that. Well, thanks, John. I won't yeah. be going to the movies anytime yeah, soon. I'll stay Thank at you home. very much. Redbox. Red well, no, yeah. there's a lot of off-duty cops, um, and California does have some concealed carry and stuff like that, and not to mention, the fact, gangbangers that just don't give a fuck. And John just goes in just a trench coat, nothing else. Right. So. I do. I do. He threatens people with other things. <laughs> yeah, but it... Put it down, man. Put it down, or I'll open this coat. <laughs> Uh, and then was like, why are you wearing a body length sweater? What the hell? <laughs> oh. Oh, you just gave us a visual. I know. Hey, you guys started it. You painted a picture. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. That's <laughs> awful. Creeper. Uh, that's not creeper. That's just gross and hairy. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you about the, have you seen the trailer for the Suicide Squad? Do you really want me to go there? I do. <laughs> I do. You know why I want to go there? Because everybody that I know gets the opportunity. They ask me what I think about the Joker in it. So I'm going to do the same and ask you what you think about Will Smith in it. No. Uh, oh, just, yeah. <laughs> um, but what's Harley. your take? Yeah, on Harley. Um, I don't care about really what she's wearing. I don't think it it represents Harley Quinn in any Suicide Squad comment. You fit to anything. Mm-hmm. The outfit is just Poor. It, to me, she looks like she walked out of a hot topic. She looks with her Ouch. manic panic dyed tips, tattoo. She just looks cheap and, you know, she's a doctor. Mm-hmm. She could be a little more distinguished. But besides all that, I think they, from what I've seen, they're they're messing with her origin, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. People who have not read the comics think it's wonderful. They think she's hot, yeah. which she's beautiful. I have no problem with her, but. After seeing the trailer, I was just like, really? She's an airhead. She's <laughs> because the Suicide Squad actually made her a little more intelligent than her like Batman Adventures. She wasn't as much of an airhead. She was a little more respected. And what they showed her licking the bars and yeah. popping her gum. Huh? 
you know, it's just, yeah, I'm not looking forward <laughs> to it at all. I don't think it's a fair representation of how badass she is. Mm-hmm. She's kind of, and two, the Joker really didn't play a big part in the Suicide Squad. Com- I'm, no, I'm referring to co- yeah. comics, you know, that's what I'm that's, familiar with. And he been, was in a flashback. She thought he was dead. So I, I keep getting told, oh, it's going to be a flashback. Well, that's fine. But she still wouldn't go around wearing Joker's property jacket because at that time she thought she was dead and kind of broke free from him. And mm-hmm. also he dumped her in a vat of acid. She should be all white and it that her hair is two tone and it just it's strained too much from the origins. Plus, let's I, I don't think it's going to be a flashback in, because no. because of the fact that they're connecting this to the Batman v Superman right. universe. Right. So why are you going to throw away the Joker? And you know what I mean? In that regard, like, I, I don't know. I just don't buy that. It's, I heard that. the latest rumor I heard was basically they're bridging over for Batman beyond. And that's why the suicide squad is not what we would expect. I don't know how I feel about that theory. And they shouldn't call it Suicide Squad. I agree. I, they could have just called it, you know, Harley Quinn, you know, Enchantress. They all get together and they fight, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't have to be Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, I personally, I don't understand. The, I still just don't get the understanding of the logic for why you would even go with Suicide Squad as the next level in the DC franchise. You're going to go for the bad guys. Why Suicide Squad? There are other well, villains that are more intriguing. Because I think that's one of those things where the Suicide Squad is bad guys, but they're kind of doing good things. They're forced to. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. And so you're getting the audience to kind of get on their side, which is weird because with DC, especially Batman's villains, the audience is already on their side a lot of times, right. regardless, because that's one of the things that makes Batman's universe so great is his villains. But so. to choose like Captain Boomerang and, you know, yeah. I, it's just it's an odd. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. And that's why they were putting Harley in the trailer as a for they're focusing on her. But she really she's not even original Suicide Squad. So yeah. I don't know. And the Joker's never part of the Suicide no. Squad. No. So, but hey, no. you gotta you gotta find a way to bring Batman into every. That's what we're convinced that every DC movie that comes out, oh, they're just gonna find a way to squeeze Batman. Which into Batman they already sh- yeah. leaked? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, it's like that montage we did. Uh, every Batman, every single Batman. Every time you get a new guy in the cowl, they kill up. They kill his parents again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every single time, and that montage was hysterical. It's like something like 16 different kill- killings Jeez. of the Waynes. And and they showed it in the trailer for Batman v Superman. Oh, that's yeah. right. And I just know they're going to find some way to squeeze in some kind of tie-in to Martha and, you know, Thomas Wayne into Suicide Squad just because. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. Uh, yeah. So you're you're not excited? N- no. I'm I'm just going to have to let my I can't allow myself to get on social media and start arguing with people because mm-hmm. like most it's guys who say Harley's hot. She's hot. I said, well, you know, I demand a little more substance. Mm. What are your thoughts on again, putting aside the fact that he really shouldn't even be there? What are your thoughts on the Joker? Uh, the look of him? Um, yeah. To me, Joker was always somewhat vain and I don't think he's pretty enough. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the correct term, but uh, the tattoos are terrible. He, yeah, I, I don't. 
I don't even, no way. I don't even. The tattoos don't bother me so much because they can be covered up. I can't get behind the stupid silver grill he's got going well, on. Well, you know, they, they claim it's Batman knocked his teeth out, but still, he. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have any eyebrows. You know, it's. And he doesn't have to look like a particular interpretation of yeah. Joker, but the one they chose is terrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm not knocking Jared Leto. I'm. I'm okay with him as an actor, but it's the looks, mm-hmm. the whole movie. I mean, it's you got it Harley is. tramping around in high heels while everyone's in tactical gear, and it's like, really, she's mm. gonna do something with that bat when yeah. everyone else is? Honest, I expected to be honest. I wanted to see Harley in combat boots because that, to me, made a lot always, more sense. She has never worn high heels with a costume. They've always been combat boots or yeah. some type of boot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just in all of her. In all of her series. So, I don't know. And like I said, I uh, she shouldn't be in the cowl. It's not part of Suicide Squad. I'm okay with that. It didn't mm-hmm. even have to be black and red. But it didn't need to be pink and blue. Mm-hmm. And it didn't need to say Joker's proper, property of Joker is, I think, really bothers me. Yeah. They're so, going to sell that a hot topic, I guarantee. Yeah. You, you just you mentioned pink and blue, and all of a sudden I just got the word in my head flashed in Harley Moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the property of Joker thing. I Harley doesn't strike me as the type that, unless Joker was around, requiring her to right. wear that. Exactly, she would not wear that. And she, he was presumed dead at this point. Mm. You know, when she was in Suicide Squad, so she really had yeah. no loyalty to him at that point. Yeah. So but yeah, who who knows what fucking direction they're going? But with, I, with the yeah. Films. So. But I'm I'm I will see it maybe. <laughs> I will try. I can't. I just have to look. Consider it a work of fan fiction. They're definitely going to be getting our money, unfortunately. But yeah, uh, you know, that's that's just the the nature of the beast. Uh, we have to take our first commercial break right now, and when we come back, uh, we're actually going to talk a bit, uh, and by a bit, I mean a lot, about your cosplay. Yay! Because uh, the first time we had the, on you on the show, you had just actually oh, kind of just I was gotten brand into new. it, <laughs> and uh, now you have a plethora of different costumes. Yes. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. All right. And we're also going to announce the three lucky winners of our back to school contest as well. Yay! So uh, if you have any questions, uh, give us a call nine zero nine nine eight nine zero seven eight nine or messages on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Jack of All Nerds. We will be right back. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby together. Don't let that guy you call the boss interfere with your entertainment. Chaotic Radio. ChaoticRadio.com. The game is afoot, Watson. But Holmes, you've already captured Moriarty. Not here, Watson. I'm talking about over at The Dinner Detective, America's largest interactive murder mystery comedy dinner show where you can enjoy a delicious four-course plated dinner while you solve a hilarious murder case. And a tantalizing prize package awaits the top sleuth of the evening. Sounds like a good time, Watson. Pick us up some tickets. But how do I do such a thing, Holmes? It's elementary, Watson. Visit their website at www.thedinnerdetective.com or call them at the box office, 855-633-0080. Could I get that one more time, Holmes? Oh, Watson. The website again is www.thedinnerdetective.com and the box office number is 855-633-0080. And if you're picking up tickets for the Ontario location, use the promo code CRIME to receive a $5 discount. Well, I'll get right on it, Holmes. Excellent, old boy. I'll be here playing my violin. 
But Holmes... What's a gastropub? I asked myself the same question. Then the good folks at DolceGastropub.com explained it all to me. You see, gastro means food. And we all know what you get at a good pub. Beer! So, a gastropub is the perfect blend of food and beer. And nobody does it better than Dolce Gastropub. From the hamburger of the month to the fresh salads. Amazing appetizers to their macaroni and cheese grilled cheese sandwich. All topped off with the best combination of local beers. Dolce Gastropub has you covered. That's Dolce Gastropub in Montclair. Find them on the web at dolcegastropub.com. And I will see you there. You're struggling with your mortgage. You think about it all the time. What are we going to do if we lose the house? It's time to stop thinking and start dialing. Call 1-888-995-HOPE for a free government program that offers expert one-on-one advice about your mortgage options. We've helped over a million homeowners, and we want to help you. Call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. What does it mean to be an American? Baseball, apple pie, 4th of July. At M.K. Smith Chevrolet, it means much more. Honesty, integrity, and pride in a hard day's work. Nothing embodies what it means to be an American more than M.K. Smith Chevrolet. Suburban and Freedom, Camaro and Choice, Corvette, and strength. The story writes itself. Find us at mksmithchevrolet.com and join us in celebrating what it means to be an American. Second to none since 1941. MK Smith Chevrolet. When it comes to your vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. But with so many options, it can be hard to find an honest and reliable shop. That's where Mike's Automotive comes in. At Mike's Automotive, we have a commitment to honest service at a reasonable price. Located in the heart of Upland, Mike's Automotive is ready to prove to you that honest auto repair still exists. So for starters, bring your car in for any major service and your oil change is on us. Call for an appointment today, 909-373-3040. That phone number again is 909-373-3040. Or find us on the web at mikesautomotiveandtire.com. Have you ever fell victim to a misleading furniture ad? You know the ones that overpromise and underdeliver. Most of those companies promise big savings but always fall short. Comfort Plus Mattress and Furniture in Rancho Cucamonga is here to change your furniture shopping experience. Quality, a huge selection, and the best pricing. Comfort Plus has it all. You can furnish your entire home at a fraction of retail pricing. Call Comfort Plus now for our current specials, 909-481-3300. Comfort Plus is conveniently located on 4th Street between Archibald and Haven, just north of the 10 Freeway in beautiful Rancho Cucamonga. Comfort Plus Mattress and Furniture offers your family a difference you can feel. For more info, go to comfortplus.biz or call 909-481-3300. Make sure to mention Chaotic Radio. That's comfortplus.biz or call 909-481-3300. 
If you're looking for a fun night out, check out the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Located conveniently off the 210 Freeway in Day Creek at 12853 Highland Avenue in Rancho Cucamonga. For food and fun, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is, the Roadhouse has you covered. With happy hour all day Sunday through Tuesday, a lunch menu 11 and Monday through Friday, and nightly food specials including Build-A-Burger Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, Wing Wednesdays, Thursday Steak Nights, and Barbecue Sundays featuring NFL Sunday Ticket on 14 flat screens. Oh, and did I forget to mention live music and dancing on Friday and Saturday nights? Check us out on Facebook for news and event information at facebook.com forward slash eRoadhouse. That's facebook.com forward slash eRoadhouse. The Etiwanda Roadhouse, a gathering spot since 1927. Riddle me this, Batman. Where can I find the best selection of comic books in the Inland Empire? I'm not playing your twisted game, Nigma. Oh, just answer the question, Batsy, and we'll let you go. <laughs> yes, unless you think you have something to fear. You might want to find someone to write new riddles. The answer is Four Color Fantasy's comic book store in Rancho Cucamonga. They have the biggest selection of comics, graphic novels, and collectibles. For more information, visit them on the web at fourcolorfantasies.com or give them a call at 909-563-8751. Fourcolorfantasies.com, 909-563-8751. He got every detail correct. Well, who came up with this ridiculous question? You did. Oh, you're right. I guess we'll leave that to you next time. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we have to let him go. But I didn't get to use my fear toxin. This. What pleases your ears while splitting your sides? It's the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. My guest and co-host this evening, cosplayer Joker's Plaything, in the studio. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Before the break, we were talking a little bit about the uh, the trailer for Suicide Squad, um, which, you know, it's going to be a bad movie when they have to have Will Smith say the title of it in the trailer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I imagine Peter Griffin going, he said it. He said it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so we've had you on the show before, back yes. when you first started getting into cosplay. Yeah. And since then, um, my goodness. Right? <laughs> I've been busy. You have been very busy. Um, please tell us what's, what's been going on. Because originally you first started, you had a, you had a single uh, Harlequin Yes, cosplay. I had been to WonderCon. And yeah, I had my mallet and my first costume. Well, actually I had two costumes at that time. Um, but yes, oh yeah, after that I got really busy. <laughs> Really you have, busy. and now you have how many different costumes? Because you have, I know you have a multiple variations on Harley Quinn. I have so many variations Harley of Harley. It's ridiculous. And then um, uh, you have like a female Joker 10, as well. I did a female Joker. I've done a female Punisher. Um, oh, I did Sucker Punch, Baby Doll from Sucker Punch. Okay, nice. 
Oh, and of course, my stormtrooper. Yes, and yes. and you've become a member of the Five O First Legion. Yes, doing uh, charity work and that sort of thing. Yes. How did that all come about? Well, I've always been a Star Wars fan, and um, I've always been with friends with the people who are in the Five O First, and just never thought armor would be financially attainable. <laughs> I didn't even know how, how to go about it. And then I realized, you know, Celebration was coming to Anaheim and I had my tickets and I was like, you know, I want armor. And my boyfriend had some. He had Shadow Trooper. I was like, I need armor. He's like, well, then you need to work on it. So I researched. It, when you go about buying armor from someone, if you're not already in the 501st, it's not the easiest task. Because yeah. <laughs> um, it's not licensed, therefore you can't just Google, hey, I want to buy armor, and mm-hmm. sites pop up to buy. I mean, there are on eBay, but it's not always the best route to go. Yeah. So I had to do a lot of talking, researching, grilling people. Hey, where do I get armor quality, but not that's going to kill my bank account. And um, I almost went with a legacy trooper, which is the – technically they call it the female trooper, but um, – just a trivia fact for you. There is no female trooper armor. Mm-hmm. There are no – it all looks the same. It's just the character they approved, which is Justice Dang, who happens to wear that armor. But it's not technically female armor. Just The boots, yes, they have a heel to them. But other than that, <laughs> that technically is all stormtroopers from that expanded universe wear that. Okay. So Luke probably could have used a pair of those with he, the heels. Oh, yeah. A yeah. Short, a little short for Stormtrooper. Nice. You know how many times I've heard that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I actually am 5'10 in my armor, so. Yeah. So did you end up finding your stuff by going to, like, replica props form? Or who no, 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 no. Um, I – word of mouth through other 501st members, and um, I was on a waiting list for quite some time. Yeah. And um, I finally got it a few weeks a few weeks before celebration. Yes. So my boyfriend, he did a lot of work. I did I did work too. I got pictures to prove it. <laughs> uh, we got that armor ready in two weeks. So how when you got it, uh, how much work did you actually have to put into well, getting it already? It comes in a big box and it's in pieces. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it was already, it's ABS, high gloss ABS plastic. So there's no painting of that involved, thank God. Because there are kits you can get where you have to paint it. Yeah, no. Um, it, yeah, you had to trim it all because it's made made for a man. Mm-hmm. And but pH balanced for a woman, right? <laughs> but it, yeah, so it was a lot of trimming, sanding, cutting it down to where it fits. And what's funny is when I first first we got it all finished, and I actually wore it to celebration. I wasn't approved by the five hundred first yet. I hadn't submitted because they cut off submissions before celebration because they're going to be busy. Mm. Um. You learn a lot when you wear the armor for a first time. You learned where it's going to pinch you and bite you and bruise you. And then you have. I imagine you probably can't do a whole lot of sitting in that kind of thing. I can sit in my armor. Oh, really? That's... It's not. It's a little. It's like, oh, my butt, pla- butt plate's going to snap. <laughs> but no, I can sit in it. It's quite an accomplishment. So did you get a full TK armor? Yes. Or? Okay. It is a. It's a New Hope. NH armor and it's I did a hero. Okay. Oh, nice. Most people do a stunt. Do you guys know what the difference is between a hero, a hero and a stunt? I don't, but I imagine I'm going to find <laughs> out right now. It's all with the teeth in the helmet. So, okay. and then screws on the ears. But, all right. yeah, I learned lots of things. I can look at armor and it's it's interesting. So, to when you when you got the armor, did you 
where did you get did you get that through the 501st is that actually i can tell you no um technically yeah it's it's such a a hush hush topic but um (laughs) i got it from tk armor on facebook okay great kit came trimmed already as far as cut out because you can get them in big plastic sheets where you have to cut it out yourself Mm. it's and it was a it was a decent price and um the helmet came with the helmet and all the hard pieces. And then you have to get a blaster. You have to get the the um, holster. You have to. I made my own neck seal and made my own fabric belt. Um, you have to get an undersuit. Oh, so, yeah. And boots. Mm. And for screen-accurate boots, they're actually black ones painted white. So my boots look pretty messed up, but they're supposed to be that way. <laughs> wow. A lot of people will buy really nice white boots. I, you know, I'm cheap. So you've said that before. So I'm guessing you have uh, facilities at home so you can sew and do all that stuff oh, and take yeah. all that? Yeah. Have well, you, have you seen the amount of costumes she has? I she know. herself. I yes, and I, I have an ancient sewing machine. It's not even fa- – I wouldn't even know how to use a new one. I have to push – I have to twist knobs and, yeah. <laughs> it's not easy, but, um, yeah, we got it ready in a couple weeks. And um, after celebration, I went ahead and submitted and – Became approved on May 6th. So it's not like there's nothing um, like if you're not part of the 501st and you show up in Stormtrooper armor, there's no like animosity or anything. Oh, like, it's no, not no, like no. The, it's not like the charity mafia where they put, hey, can I talk to you over here for a second? Right. <laughs> no, you know, they just don't want anyone falsely representing the 501st because yeah. right. there's a lot of because Disney now, um, you know, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. you have to. Be careful. It's a 501c3. Yes. So and well, and the thing about them is well, that they've worked very hard to get the reputation that they have. Technically, you- we're a costuming group. What we do is we do troops where people will donate money in our name to a charity. Oh. So we don't actually collect funds ourselves. It's um, people donate in our name. Oh, gotcha. I thought you guys were a 501c3. Technically, no. Oh. From what I was told and. But my understanding, we're costuming club. That's that's actually probably a better way to go. Yes. Eliminates a lot of legalities. And right. BS. Yeah. They don't collect any money from any anyone we, you know, troop for. You support charities, but don't aren't yes. one. Gotcha. Correct. I wonder how difficult would it be to to show up at a 501st event in armor and just kind of blend in. You can. It, you know, <laughs> when, like, you? like over at um, – I think you were there with the library, the Paul Bain uh, yes. library. Yes, it was. There were several costuming groups there, like the Mandalorian Mercs. And mm-hmm. I'll, I remember one of my um, – one of the guys I tripped with at the birthday party a um, couple weeks ago, he said that he showed up as Boba Fett. And that's the thing. You know, when you're part of the 501st. One Vader shows up, one Boba Fett, and I guess he showed up. He wasn't approved yet. He hadn't submitted, and someone's like, oh, really? What is he doing here? <laughs> but, you know, that's yeah. what, when you get all those groups together, that's what happens. So Yeah, yeah there's, there's, you're bound to see other characters show up. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, right. It's just a yeah. matter of – There should only be one Vader, though. That, you know, yeah. there are characters. That's why, you know, Stormtroopers save. Mm-hmm. There's well, yeah, a billion of us. Yeah. Well, my son's been talking about, and he's actually been working with some other guys. He's into the marching band thing, and uh, him and all his marching band friends were Star Wars geeks. They wanted to put together an Imperial marching band oh, contingent, that'd be awesome, wearing the the gray the gray Imperial dress uniforms, mm-hmm. playing. I mean, just can you imagine the five hundred first marching behind an Imperial marching band playing the Imperial march. That's awesome. That would be just amazing. So he's actually been working on that one for a while, and they're hoping they can get uh, enough people to put it together and get it approved. That's nice. I know where he can get his costume. 
thought, yeah, so do we. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet you do. You, yeah. you got your own connection. Well, I couldn't even imagine yeah. playing instruments in Stormtrooper. Oh, no, they're going to – he oh, said no. in the Imperial, <laughs> Imperial oh, yeah. Yeah. officers, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's easy. Yeah. I don't know. Don't they wear gloves? Yeah. Well, they, they it's Sometimes regular marching band stuff anyway. To manipulate. Oh, no, they wear gloves? Wear, yeah. You wear gloves. I was a marching yeah, band. Yeah, and I was back a total in, band geek. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's right. We talked about it. But I mean, like, the really, the high, the high up marching bands. I mean, we were talking white glove inspection yes. type of stuff to where if they see a speck of dust on your glove, you get marked down for it. So. Yeah. Now, hypothetically speaking, in a uh, imperial marching band, if if you mess up, do you get force choked by the band leader? <laughs> I could just imagine Darth Vader as the drum major. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> Slave Leia color guard. Um, uh, wow. Sorry. Yeah, just... you went there, Creeper. Because <laughs> those girls are in <laughs> high school, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is all college. And oh, okay. All that stuff. I take no, no, it. I take Creeper's yeah. status back. No, no, no. no. Okay. Ew, gross. Well, at John's well, age, it's still no, still creepy. No. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> kind of like Hulk Hogan anyone, dating his daughter's friend. Yeah. Anyone, anyone yeah. under the age of forty, it's just bad for me, right? That's right. Like, I'm a pedophile at that point. <laughs> God. <sighs> you said it. it. Sucks getting old. I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, goodness gracious. Yeah. <laughs> so, as part of the 501st, um, how how busy have you been with that? Well, there's something uh, always available to do. Um, my very first trip was a wedding, mm-hmm. which was it was a surprise for the groom. There was two of us, and we came out to the Imperial March. We were in all the wedding photos, and they're amazing. The bride sent me a pic of what it was going to look like, and it's just they put in ad ads in the background. It was amazing. Nice. So that was my first troop, and um, there's always something going on. There's always, like, you get the birthday parties. I did a kid's birthday party, a couple of them. We did the combat radio I was talking to you guys mm-hmm. about. Um, yeah, there's always something going on, the cons. And how does that work when you're part of the garrison? Do they just put they put the word out to everybody in, and whoever's yeah, available can sign up? Or Southern California garrison. You don't have to belong to a squad, but mm-hmm. I belong to the L.A. squad. I don't know why I didn't go with the Inland Empire squad, but <laughs> uh, my boyfriend lives in L.A., so okay. I'm usually out that way. Um, so, um, But it, it's open to everyone in the Southern California garrison, anyone who wants to cheer. But it goes on a – we have our own forum boards where um, when they get an inquiry through email, they post it up to see who's interested, and then people sign up that way. Got it. So, That's cool. It's fun. Keeps you Keeps you busy. Yeah. It does, and then it, you know the kids love it. Oh it's, yeah, it, that's the best part is seeing the kids yeah. being really impressed with it. My son, my I have a seven year old, and he thinks that I am just I walk <laughs> on water. So, does it get hot in the in the armor? The armor itself doesn't bother me. It's the helmet, mm. even with fans in it. Um, mine's pretty tight, so it's the lenses fog up. You can't see like the birthday party we did when I t- was talking to you guys about um, off air over in Riverside when it was pouring rain. Oh, we were inside. Yeah. It was humid. My, I couldn't see. So we went outside in the rain. We were actually out there in the pouring rain, and it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, Because uh, I've talked to a couple, like, in, in their uniforms or in their costumes at cons and stuff, and, like, they, they can't hear in the helmets either a lot of times. Oh, that's oftentimes. hard, especially if your fans are on. I'm like, huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. It's not it, – it's hard. And your visual field, I mean, you can't oh, see yeah. under – like your nose. And so there you, you can tell the kids down there and you're like, I better be careful. I must took out a kid's table the other day. 
because you can't see, you know, it's, it's hard. Does it, does it give you, um, a, more of a, like a feel and an understanding for how awful the stormtroopers are at shooting in the, in the movies? Actually, that, that is a farce. Oh, that's a farce. Yeah. No, actually, do you, have you ever paid attention to Obi-Wan Kenobi? Okay. No. I mean, if you watch the. All the Imperial the, stormtroopers are so precise. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's what he says, but it's, they're not. That's the whole game. And what are you basing this upon? I don't know what you're talking about. You know, you are one that's going to wear a Jedi costume, so I wouldn't trust your word. Oh, <laughs> oh snap. Ow. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, my Jedi persona used to be a part of the dark side. Oh, okay. But, oh. but you but defected. Yeah, so I did. It, nice. It's invalidated. <laughs> It just cheapens yeah. the whole experience. I know, yeah. <laughs> but it does explain why they rack their head on everything. I've, yeah, it's. I'm clumsy in my armor. It's, it's kind of, yeah. It can be embarrassing occasionally. <laughs> but that's why we have wranglers that go with us. They call them wranglers, so they help you downstairs. Yeah. Like I did the uh, the Funko party. I was telling you um, during um, San Diego Comic Con, and I had to go down a runway with flashing <laughs> lights, DJ playing. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to fall off the side, you know, but they had someone to help us up and down the stairs. That was so much fun. Yeah. No, I did. The, I did the Lego Darth Vader oh, yeah. one time at Club Cosplay and I had to have a Wrangler to, to escort yeah. me around because you couldn't yeah. you can't see anything. Imagine. And yeah. And that's like if you're I'm wearing, basically wearing a giant box. So I was bumping into everything. It was bad. It was still the highlight of my wife's night that whole night. Just being your wrangler, she yep. just thinks that was just the funniest thing on the planet. Watching <laughs> you try to shuffle across the dance floor. And one, one of the only times I've ever been caught dead dancing was in that because yeah. basically just a giant yeah, box. Oh, just, you're, you're doing yeah, the robot, right? I was basically just shaking in the box. <laughs> and it would look funny. So. It's like he's got amazing moves. Yeah. But yeah, after can't that, move. <laughs> it really was after that. I was like, yeah, I'm over this because I couldn't imagine doing that at a con. Like I would basically just have to park somewhere and just not move. Yeah. So. Well, I'm used to wearing horrible things. <laughs> I mean, like the heels, the course. I mean, it's it's rough. But the armor, it. I notice um, because the way you have to hold your arms, like when you're holding your blaster and. I'm sore the next day. My arm and shoulder is usually. Mm -hmm. And then the armor does sometimes pinch you in places. You end up with a couple little bruises. Mm, lovely. But overall, it's not that bad. I love wearing that thing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's got to feel awesome. It I does. remember the first time I tried on the Jedi costume, I was like, I'm such a badass right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it made me think I had force powers. It was tremendously mm -hmm. disappointing when I found out I didn't. But uh, and it, yeah. it's strange though people referring me to as a man because they assume I'm a man in my costume. Mm -hmm. At the wedding, uh, yeah, some woman asked me, "Hey," <laughs> I was like, and then you know I I usually don't wear a microphone because I don't. It's not comfortable. I get a lot of feedback. I haven't mastered that yet. So usually I'll whisper through it. I'm a lady. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh." <laughs> well, that just explains why so many guys want to buy stormtrooper armor. Yeah, it really does. I, but like when you talk about like fans and having to have like a microphone hookup in there, it sounds like an accident waiting to happen. No, the fans, they're tiny and all they do is keep your um, lenses clear. Yeah. Other they're, than that, I, they don't do much for you. Little computer fans, right? Yeah. They're pretty small. Mm -hmm. When you're outside and the air is moving, it's great. Like when I troop, my first troop was that wedding and I was, I'd never worn my helmet. For a long period of time, and I was freaking out because I'm like, I'm claustrophobic. I can't breathe. 
you know, we're standing in a, in a room waiting to go out with a bridal party. And then once I got outside, we're on a golf course, the wind's blowing. I was yeah. fine. So that's cool. It's rough. <laughs> Um, I've seen a couple of the uh, stormtroopers with the new armor for, oh, yes. from the movie. I bet that's difficult to come by. Yeah, actually, the only those were made available to 501st members. Um, I, if I understand correctly, they're doing them in waves. So there was some people who had them for celebration. Mm-hmm. It was a limited number, and then they're they're trying to make improvements. So I know a few people who have the kits. Mm-hmm. They're quite pricey. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a very, it's a good, sleek-looking stormtrooper. Uh, that's for know, sure. I, I really have a problem with the helmet. Really? It's the duck bill. I don't. I, you know, <laughs> I am. It's Star Wars is nostalgia for me. Yeah. So it's when I refer to the movies, I'm usually only referring to the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's. Yeah. I'm old, and um, it's true. But I at least think, especially with the uh, three four minute video that they put out at Comic Con, I feel like they're this movie that's coming oh, out is, yeah. has so much respect being put I towards agree. it. You know, I agree. I'm I'm excited for this one. I have nothing bad to say about it. I can't wait. Um, it's you know, I I've, yeah. I've teared up every time I <laughs> even in the even when I see saw it as a preview for Ant Man. I've seen the preview. I don't know how many times. Still tear up when Han Solo says, Chewie, we're home. <laughs> Still, yeah. Because like I said, it's nostalgia for me. It reminds yeah. me of my childhood. And it, it is really awesome that the original cast is going to yes. be a part of it. Even right. if they're not a big part of it, they're going to be a part of it. And that's amazing. I, I agree. I don't care if Mark Hamill just comes out and waves with his fake hand right? and walks on stage. I'm good. It's like, that's all you yes. do. Oh, I have to tell you, total fangirl moment. When I saw him at Celebration, um, my boyfriend's big into getting the autographs. So mm-hmm. I waited in line and I went up to him and I'm like, is he going to get mad if I ask him to do the Joker voice? And he did it for me and I, I almost <laughs> like cried. And he's like, you know, he's like, Joker's really mean to Harley Quinn. And I'm like, okay, let's not debate this right now. Yeah. But <laughs> he did the, he did it all for me and I was, oh. I was in heaven. Yeah, I I doubt he has a problem with that because that's no. Well, I think he enjoys it, but I heard that uh, they want to bring him back yes. as the aged Joker. Yes. Like like live in, action, like live action, uh-huh. live action. Oh my god, I would. I I don't care. It could just be like a five minute movie of that. I'd pay the fourteen bucks and yes. go see it. No shit, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Mark, of Mark Hamill. Yeah. Oh yeah, all he's of his Joker. Work. He's my favorite Joker. I he's like his stuff from Full Metal Alchemist too. Right. Right. So. right. <laughs> well, he's he's done voiceover and everything. I mean, yeah. you know, just. But in everything he does, voiceover cartoon, it's like you pick the foulest characters you could possibly find to do, don't you? And yeah. Of course. That's why it always kills me whenever they, they have a Joker animated or video game and it's not him. I'm always like, I'm just immediately disappointed. Right. <laughs> so. No, he, he's my favorite. Yeah. So. I agree. Well, it's time to take a commercial break. Um, But before we do that, I want to announce uh, our first winner. So our third place winner from our back to school contest goes to Jessica Orozco. And uh, so congratulations, Yay. Jessica. I hope you've prepared a speech. Uh, no. So you have won a uh, something and something else. <laughs> uh, no, you have won a uh, Avengers. It's an Avengers pencil case. It fits in a binder. There is a child's XXL T-shirt 
the reason that's such a large child size is in case you're just an unscrupulous adult that wants to keep it for yourself. I would. Uh, T-shirt that's, uh, I, I believe it says something about you said to be whatever I wanted to be, so I chose to be a ninja, I think is what it says on there. And then uh, there's a notebook and some other stuff that will be sent out to you. So congratulations. Yay. Yay! All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more cosplay with Joker's Plaything. So if you have any questions or comments, give us a call 909-989-0789 or message us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Jack of All Nerds. We will be right back. Wanna shake up the status quo? Rock the boat? Break a few eggs? Well, you've come to the right place. ChaoticRadio.com Brandon, what's up? Dude, we have a new partner here at Chaotic Radio called PuroClean. Have you heard of them? Name sounds familiar. They're the people you call when you have water damage or mold, stuff like that. I remember waking up on Christmas morning to a flooded house. Totally sucked. PuroClean also handles biohazard waste and fire damage. Man, these are some good dudes. PuroClean can handle all of that? Yep. Go to PuroClean.com or call 909-360-5300. That's it? Just go to PuroClean.com or call 909-360-5300? Yep, yep, that's it. That's all you got to do. They're the paramedics of property damage. So PuroClean handles water or fire damage, mold, and biohazard cleanup? All of that? Swear, Brandon, nothing gets by you. Sharp as attack. Look, if you don't believe me, listen to the man himself. Hello, my name is Ruben Terrazes, and at PuroClean, water damage, fire damage, mold, and biohazard cleanup is our business. Let my highly trained staff ensure that your home or business are safe and secure. PuroClean is approved by all major insurance companies and ready to restore your property today. Call PuroClean today, 909-360-5300, or go to PuroClean.com today. It's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up with your host, Jason Hadley. After taking payment for a concert he never performed last year, a promoter convinced government officials to stop Chris Brown from leaving the country on his most recent trip to the Philippines. The rapper's currently fighting for his freedom over money issues in a battle that's being touted as the Skrilla in Manila. Mark Ballas of Dancing with the Stars fame is looking to capitalize on his popularity with a new chain of dance schools. With Mark battling rumors that he and longtime friend Derek Huff are an item, it certainly doesn't help his case that the first school's in Charlotte, North Carolina, which happens to be nicknamed the Queen City. That's true. Look it up. Mariah Carey seems to have refound love after she recently dedicated a song during a Las Vegas performance to billionaire boyfriend James Packer. Dedicating a song to someone she's currently sleeping with probably isn't a good idea, since she already has a reputation for lip-syncing. And that's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap-Up. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Wrap-Up. 
Avenger Cycle Works is a full-service and custom bike build repair shop specializing in motor rebuilds, transmission work, insurance repairs, performance mods, and much, much more. Avenger Cycle Works. I am Zig, owner of Avenger Cycle Works in San Bernardino. I'm a rider just like you, and I ride every day. I am also a rider coach and know that a motorcycle needs to be in top shape. Whether it's just cruising down the road, hitting your favorite canyon, track day, or playing in the dirt, I have 30-plus years' experience and hope I can take care of your bike like it's my own. Call us today at 909-387-9700. That's 909-387-9700. Or take a look at our website at AvengerCycleWorks.com. We back our work and riding. Shiny side up. All-American Plumbing. Yo, this is Blaine from the Launchpad. Now look, there's no secret that my favorite place, my thinking place, is the bathroom. More specifically, the toilet. Now when you enjoy life like I do, occasionally the festivities of life tend to block things up. And I'm not just talking about me, I'm talking about my toilet. When this happens, and my trusty old plunger won't get the job done, I call Anthony with All-American Plumbing. All-American Plumbing. 855-893-3601. With All-American Plumbing, you get that user-fixer confidentiality that you demand. I can't be having the whole world know about the logjam I'm needing to pay to get cleared. Right now you're doing that I understand look because I know you do. 855-893-3601. Seriously, though. We take our cars in for service. We see doctors for checkups. But we never do anything for our plumbing. You know why? Because we wait until it breaks. And when it does, and I assure you it will, having a trusted company like All-American Plumbing on your side is a must. 24-7 response times, flat rate billing regardless of the time you call, straightforward answers that are going to get to the bottom of your problem. These are the things you're going to need. Anthony and the guys at All-American Plumbing will give you that peace of mind. All-American Plumbing, 855-893-3601. Again, is 855-893-3601. That's 855-893-3601. Or find them on the web at aap-allamericanplumbing.com. That's aap-allamericanplumbing.com. All-American Plumbing. Listening to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio. Odin's Beard, what great entertainment you have here in Midgard. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. My guest tonight in the studio is cosplayer and 501sther, Joker's Plaything. Hello. So before, uh, before the break, we were talking about. Basically all things 501st and Star yes. Wars. Uh, but let's talk about your other cosplay because okay. that's how I know you. Yes. Um, and actually, though, I mean, Joker's play thing is right. obviously where the name is, came is from. Is a Harley so. Quinn reference. Yes. yes. So you have uh, how many now? Variations I, I think of over 10. Over 10? That is yes. crazy. And most of them are just my own take on just Harley Quinn. But a few of them I based on actual existence <laughs> mm-hmm. i i did um for the new 52 harley quinn i did the comic book cover for uh, issue number five where she was a nurse i even made the um oversized reflex hammer 
Mm-hmm. I made a huge one. Okay. I went all out for that one. And funny enough, I did that at Long Beach Comic Con last year. Funny enough, most people had no idea who I was. <laughs> Yet they were waiting in the long line at Amanda Palmer's table. Or, I'm sorry, Amanda Connor's table. <laughs> Oops. To get their comic signed. And what's funny is that Jimmy and Amanda stopped the line and came out to take a picture with me. So I got my validation, <laughs> but nobody knew who I was. I'm like, you guys are holding the comic in your hand. What is wrong with you? That's terrible. <laughs> so I did that one. I did um, – I based my cowl and the full Harley Quinn. I based it on her six-scale sideshow figure. Okay. Um, I am in the works of making a new mallet. My other one's very old and tired, and I'm, I'm trying. I'm experimenting. It's. It, I was hoping to have it for Comic-Con. Didn't happen, mm. so – but um, and the old mallet in question is that the the giant one that yeah, you brought with you the first time? Yeah, it's still good. The other one's gonna be bigger. Ooh, it's 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 almost there. I wasn't completely happy with it, so I didn't bring it to Comic Con. Okay, the, the bigger the one. I think the one you brought in is right? taller than but I am. But you know am. what? What's funny is that used to be a really big mallet until further cons. I'm seeing women with bigger mallets, and you know, mallet envy. Yeah, hey, size, size isn't everything. No, well, no, it is, John. This size is true. Does uh, you know, it Especially hurts in more. Cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, no, I don't need it bigger. It just, Mm. I just like it. I just like it that way. Well, my question is, is since you, uh, because you're talking about the mallet, and that's a really big cosplay prop. Yes. And there's, um, there's, you know, a lot of really large props out there, and, you know, some of the smaller, smaller ones. How much trouble do you have dealing with uh, the larger prop at a con, at a con environment? You know, in the con environment, it's not bad. Um, You have to make things so they're not heavy. My first hammer is a little heavy, and I will actually have a bruised shoulder from bouncing it around because, you know, I carry it, and it's not too bad. Um, But I see some people out there with – it just amazes me the size of their props, and I'm like, I would be exhausted. So the mallet isn't the worst. You can always set it down, and it's, you know, it's pretty sturdy, so it doesn't get too beat up, but – now, as a fan of the comic books mm-hmm. with Harley and everything, where did the where did the mallet really come from? Because I remember in uh, Batman the Animated Series, which I think is actually where the character came yes. from, because she yes. wasn't in the comics Correct. originally. I don't remember her using a mallet. Uh, yeah, I don't think that ever. came in. Honestly, um, I don't recall one in the animated series, um, but I believe it came in in the comic, and it wasn't until. It might have been her um, self-titled, the first Harley okay. Quinn series. But I, honestly, I don't know that. That's something I don't know. Oh. Maybe I need to Google it right now. Maybe. <laughs> or John could do it since he's yeah, not. I'm not sure. Oh, or yeah, if, that, or if that thing. was just like a, a sketch of her. Maybe it was drawn into sketches. Yeah. I don't know when it actually. Because so, now it's so iconic. When right. You, when you think of her, that's what you think of. Right. So. But, yeah. That's true. You know, I never. I've, that's something I've never looked into is where it actually came from when it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and were I a better host, I would have looked it up before I asked the question. Yeah, I know. You totally yeah. put me on the spot. It made but, me look uh, like a jerk. I, I, that's no, why, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm the jack of all nerds because yeah. I don't know everything. Yeah. I bring in no, the experts. No, that's okay. You know, that's a new one. That's something I need to figure out. Well, we, well you know what? We're going to find out before the end of the show Yes. if if the information exists. And if it doesn't, we'll make it up. Uh, so. right. There you go. I could have totally lied right now and made something up, but I thought for sure someone would call in or message me and say, you're a liar. No, because then we'll just go edit the Wikipedia page yeah, there and make you go. it true. <laughs> make it true. <laughs> It'll be up there for at least a day. It'll be accurate. Right. Yes. Um, okay. So continue. Okay. 
I don't we, even were, we were yeah. we were running through your your oh my most recent co- costume which I'm I'm so proud of I make I make all of my costumes all mm-hmm. of my own props I do buy a few pieces but I, I will alter them or mm-hmm. completely construct new things but the my Arkham Knight Harley Quinn based on the game made that all myself even though harnesses were the most interesting part no, was, I was all strapped in and and uh, did you. You wore that somewhere, right? Because I think I actually wore that. You know, I'm going to totally refer to Instagram names. Um, Merc with a beard, Aaron Rizzo. <laughs> he uh, is a manager at a GameStop over in um, is it? that's Rialto, and he had an an opening. You know, for the game when the game came out, he had a whole thing, yeah. and I I came down. I was very late. Lil Mel Sue was there as Poison Ivy. We had Latino Joker there. I'm giving Instagram names. That's how I know people. Latino <laughs> Joker was there, and of course the lovely Harley Quinzel was uh, the cow version of Harley Quinn. So. Yeah, because they did. Uh, I know with that game there was a bunch of like pre-sales, and they did like a midnight yes. release for oh, it. Oh yeah, I was jealous. Yeah, yeah. I was, was Latino Joker? Jealous. Was Latino Joker in his traditional purple Joker, or no, did he do the, he, the mime Joker? No, he didn't do either. He did the. Um, he was the henchman, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the henchman. Oh, he did yeah, the he henchman. He was the Joker's yeah. henchman. Yeah. Yeah. He's got this really cool one that I've seen lately. He's got the the Joker in the black and white suit. Yes. The the I feather the feather yeah. Joker at Comic Con. Yeah. It mm-hmm. looks amazing. He he does a good job. He's, yeah, he does. He does good work. I wonder if because he's wearing a prosthetic, is the prosthetic already painted before he puts it on, or does he paint that after I, he applies I, it? You know, you know, I think that's he paints a, it. That's a good question. I should instant message him and see you know, if he, he can puts, call in. He puts a lot of that stuff on his Instagram. It might be on there. Yeah. I'm just curious because it always takes so freaking long and to he paint makes that myself up like that. He does all that himself. Yeah. And I know you know with having to paint yourself up as oh, Harlequin. It is. Every time it's just like. It's horrible. You love doing the character, but you're like, I wish I could skip this step. And for some reason, the white makeup makes my nose run. Don't ask me why. Hmm. And I've had to. I've started carrying Q-tips because to stick up your nose. Yeah, because yeah. like I don't know what else to do. I know because you have gloves on. I wear gloves yep. and then I'm start. I'm like, don't touch, don't touch. Yeah, I'm just doing yeah. that. No, and I absolutely wear gloves because there ain't no way I'm painting my damn hands white. Right. I know <laughs> so. when I did the Lady Joker, I covered myself uh, in white because hey, yeah, I'm a purist. <laughs> it's terrible. She suffers for her craft. Everybody. I know. So. I totally made. I even painted my shoes for that costume. The the female Joker was really good. Thank you. And now I, was that your own thing or did it was just was my it? own thing? I just, I you know actually I found an awesome wig and just decided I was gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna make a costume. So um oh but to get back to my my amazing Arkham Knight Harley Quinn I even painted the boot. I I had docks. Mm-hmm. I put studs in them which are kind of painful. And I even had metal, the diamond studs on my knees of my leggings, which I had to find a way to put them in. And I have marks when I take the leggings off. It's very painful. Are there, I suffered. Is, is there photographic evidence of this costume yeah, somewhere? It's on, uh, it's on my Instagram. It's on your Instagram. You haven't seen it yet? I oh, you, you know, we're friends on Facebook. I know we're friends on Facebook. We follow but each other on Instagram, and I act like you don't even know me. You have to understand, I'm only on Facebook as Jack of All Nerds most of the time, so I don't see like what normal people. <laughs> I'm going to start tagging you in all my photos. Look. There you go. <laughs> I, actually, you say that, but there's other uh, oh, there's other people that do that on Instagram where they tag me in a photo that I'm not in. And you're like, what? Yeah. And I, that all, happens to me all I'm the time. I'm always confused by it. And then I'm, I'm just like, okay, I'll like the photo. But right? it, it is confusing. I get some random stuff. And it's, usually it's Harley Quinn or Joker. It'll have something. And then there's 
Brand, I don't even know why I was tagged in pics. I think it was a mistake. <laughs> if you look, um, you can see on my Facebook on the background, my background photo. I think my Harlequin. Yes, I think I saw that earlier today, yes. and I'm gonna pull it up right now because I can do that. There you go. So yeah. Yeah. But this is an audio medium, so we should keep talking while I do that. That's fine. Yeah, I know. I'm all stopping to look. You know, I was on the Brothers Baird podcast the other day, and I, they were, you know, actually, you could, a visual too, and it was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I am jealous that they, they have the, uh, the streaming with the, I know. Uh, with the video and everything. And you so. hooked me up with that. Thank you. I did. I oh, love those guys. Yes, I made that. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna put this up on our Facebook right now. All right. If you don't mind. Not at all. So that uh, people can see this. As we're talking about it. So this is the, you said this is the most recent? Yeah, that's the one I version. most recently finished. And I made the bat too. It was a foam bat. You can't bring wood bats technically to cons. Mm -hmm. So I had to get a foam one and I painted it and did the stripes. And I find it hilarious that cons have pretty strict weapon policies, but almost every time I've been there... Like, nobody's enforcing them? Oh, hey, I checked in my own bat. I had uh, one of those little tags from the day before. So I went ahead and just cut it and put it on my bat and walked in. Because, you know, it's funny. They let you walk in the doors with these weapons. And if you really wanted, unfortunately, to do some damage, I mean, you could get away with it before you even yeah. made it to have your weapons checked. So I don't know. Yeah, there's actually been quite a bit of controversy about peace tagging lately. Um, and it all has to do with... Uh, the people who are doing the peace tagging not necessarily being the most well-informed. Yes. So, so they're just slapping stuff on anything that doesn't even matter? Um, I was surprised at the um, Comic Expo. I was baby doll. Mm -hmm. And so I actually had a training uh, airsoft pistol that's like for law enforcement training and is heavy and heavy duty. And, and Hey, no, he was all right with it. No problems. Huh? Nah. That's... That's, that's the nice. weight of it alone, you think he would have mm -hmm. didn't mm. care. <laughs> he was uh, okay with it. So uh, we have a phone call, John. Is that what? Now? Oh yeah, give me just a second. I'm trying to get it up right now. <laughs> There's something <laughs> else going on. Hang does, on. It, does it's, your, uh, does your actually, wife it's have that it, actually it's Latino <laughs> Joker's on the phone. He, oh hey. Yeah, he's he just called it. Hang on, give me just a second, right? <laughs> just, hang on, I'm trying to get it <laughs> up right now. Get a phone now. call, okay. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, okay, here we go. Okay. Here we go. We, we have him. Hey, you, Mr. Latino hey. Joker. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you this hey. evening? Not too bad. Not too bad. Enjoying my Sunday, relaxing before I maybe having to go to work tomorrow or wherever. <laughs> Sweet. We were just talking about uh, your, well. The prosthetics, your face, um, the facial prosthetics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are... My, my prosthetics. Tell are, us about them. My Jack Nicholson Joker? Yeah. Yes. Uh, my main question was, because I do a Joker too, but I don't use prosthetics, and I'm always having to fully paint my face up. So my question was, are your prosthetics painted before you put them on, or do you actually apply them and then paint everything? Um, I used to. The first batch that I did, I used to pre-paint them and then add them on and then finish off after I, I put them on my face, and then I uh, add more paint to that. Mm -hmm. But uh, lately now, this is a new uh, technique, a new um, prosthetic. There's a lot of over overlaying, and so I just decided to just, uh, once they're on my face, just to go ahead and do one single uh, base coat of white before I start adding more and more layers of white to, to cover up all the, the, 
it's, it's full length text, so it's very opaque. And so I would have to keep adding on layers so that way it covers it up and it matches my skin tone. How long does it take you to apply? It takes me about a total of three hours oh to do. Wow. And I thought it took me a long time to get ready. You win. <laughs> I'm a diva. No, I'm well, you, it's, you do amazing work, so you're allowed. Thank you. It is. It's an amazing costume. It is. Yeah. yeah, it would probably be a lot faster if I was applying it on somebody else. But when you're doing it to yourself, it takes a little longer just because mm-hmm. you have to make sure everything's like lining up properly. And then, you know, and you got corners of the side of your face you can't really see too well, you know. So, it, 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 and I'm very, trying to, I try to be very precise on, on getting all this stuff to line up very perfect or at least try to get it perfect. Yeah. And then it's a, is it a wig that you wear? With it? Yeah, actually, I just got a new wig. It's from um, Custom Wig the Company. Um, they actually, I had to give them, um, basically, it's like a life cast, like how I did for my own face, but for my uh, my hairline. And wow. I, and I just basically showed them different pictures of the, 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 of the, the hairstyle of Jack Nicholson that I looked during in the movie. And uh, and so they just uh, basically, um, they got my, my, my head cast, I sent it to them. And they just started laying the um, the wig as a it's a type of a hair lace, uh, front lace wig. Nice, cool. Well, yeah, hey, it, it was it was a good penny, but it, it's it's beautiful wig. If you look at it, it looks natural. So it's a lot of people like don't even realize that it's a fake fake hair. They think that I just painted my hair. Mm, wow. You know, the thing that I always wonder because uh, anytime I see you at the cons, I see you early, and then I see you later in the day. And your makeup does not look like it has budged. You're not getting all the feathering on the edges. I mean, how are you applying it to keep your makeup as, uh, how should I say, as stable as long as you usually do? Oh, uh, yeah. This, um, the type of paint that I use on my face is called Pax Paint, which is P-A-X. Um, you can either buy it that's already pre-made or you can make it your own. It's a, um, it's a mixture between um, Prozade and, and also acrylic paint. But um, they already some some places they could get them like um, I now I just go for just I just buy the white so I don't have to just use up most of my prosade my prosade so mm-hmm. I I'll go and buy it and it's uh, I get mine through this place called Nigel's Beauty uh, Supply in Hollywood and they they sell all different colors um, all through the spectrum but if if there's a color that you don't have um, the easiest way is to get some of that prosade and then also some um, paint and make it your own. I keep thinking you're saying prostate. <laughs> I'm a nurse, sorry. And yeah. That's a whole different cosplay. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole tired uh, different yeah. thing there. <laughs> yeah. So how's the cleanup on that that particular makeup? Is it pretty simple? Uh, okay, it... now that's the that's the downside about the prosade. There we go. Uh, well the the whole pack stain thing. It's um it's awesome for it to stay on all day and not worrying about if you sweat or if somebody like, you know, for instance, you see a friend of yours and they hug you and, and doesn't rub off on their shoulder or, or their face, um, but it is a pain in the butt to take off. It, it takes me at least an hour to an hour and a half to take off. But I also try to you know, not use um, a lot of supplies. What I'll do is I'll use just basically warm water and my hands for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then from after that, then I'll use... Um, makeup wipes to get like all the really hard places that you want to like get off, you know, just, yeah. like for instance, like around my eyelids. Cause I, I actually use a different paint around my eyelids and my eyebrows. So I could get a nice soft white around my eyebrows. Mm-hmm. I use airbrush and uh, alcohol uh, white paint. Wow. 
and then then I blend my my um, packs to that. Awesome. Nice. That sounds um, sounds horrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just know. Cause, like, <laughs> but I thought I had it bad. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I, I I actually lightened up uh, on all the cons now. Like I was like picking and choosing my battles because it's just it's such a uh, a hassle to get everything all together because I I make my own prosthetics too. So just making the prosthetics, I have to set up the mold time. It takes about twelve hours for it to, to dehydrate. Once I dehydrate, I have to let the let that cool down, and then I make uh, a batch of my uh, foam latex, which is about another thirty to forty minute process. Once I do that, they have to let that um, it's called gel, uh, gelling stage. It gels over, and uh, I have to clamp everything down. Once I clamp that down, then I stick it into the um, and into an oven. You can use your home oven. You have to have a separate oven because it, it emits uh, a type of toxin. So, um, so if you use like if you put your food in there, it, it, the food will absorb that toxin that stays inside that oven. So, um, for the oven cook time, it's like about another four to five, maybe six hours, depending on how big the mold is. Wow. So it's it's a big long process, but at the end, it, it's. It's a beautiful um, oh, prosthetic yeah. you, you got, you know. You're amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I didn't even know you were wearing a prosthetic the first time I saw you. I thought that was your face. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what's, that's what's good because it's the, what's good about the uh, foam latex. It's very flexible with your with your face, so you can smile, you can eat, you can laugh, and it's just it it moves perfectly with you. And then it, and since I have my own life cast, it casts right to my face, so it's yeah. just comfortably. I could just. Uh, have no movement in my face and it looks like I'm permanently smiling and I could be really relaxed. I don't have to smile at all. And it See, men great. of cosplay don't get enough credit. They're always focusing on women and their boobs. They really, <laughs> I'm telling you, there's so many guys that do amazing things. They should get featured more. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of good cosplayers out there. But, the, but you know what? The women have a lot of good credit out there because I can't go for crap. So if I see them and they make this you know, very intricate costume, yeah. I'm just like giving them high fives. Like, dude, that's awesome. I wish I knew how to sew, but all I could do is. Oh, if you can do all that, I guarantee you can sew. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I taught myself how to sew in high school and it's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. I, I took a small class. Like I think it was during like home ec and maybe junior high or I think it was, but I never got uh, deeper into the sewing aspect. Yeah. Maybe it's something I should try to tackle. Maybe I would do it. I'm sure you'd be great (laughs) at it. Yeah, and never admit you actually had home ec because that just proves you're old. (laughs) Yeah, I never. They haven't been in school in a long time. (laughs) Really? Um, I had to use it before I could graduate, though. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that just shows you're even older, man. Don't do that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm old. I'm an old guy. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right about the men of cosplay. In fact, uh, men of cosplay are getting more panels at some of the cons now. Um, Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like Bernie's been doing some of that stuff and Dave Turner as well. Yeah. yeah, I've seen uh, Bernie had a couple of panels, uh, uh, like, for men of cosplay, and, and just, I never get a chance to uh, see them, because by the time they go on, I'm, like, barely finishing up with my makeup and getting to the con. Yeah, I, I don't do panels. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I always like to get a chance to go, but it's, it's so difficult to get to a panel. Yeah, and yeah. I'm I'm not camping out at Hall, Hall H. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's then, the night before. It's not going to happen. Ever, I, I doubt. Think, you know what? And it's, it. and it's also even more difficult if I'm with uh, my friend who plays uh, the, my, my, my Batman, you know, 89 course. Batman. Yeah. Is, yeah, he's, I always uh, take selfies with you guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so if we're me and him walking together, it just brought a lot of attention. Or They're even just going to stop you constantly. Moon, 
Yeah, if I have my goon and I'm blasting the Prince music, everybody's like, what's going on? Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's hard to step a couple of steps without, you know, trying to make it somewhere. It's just, it's a no-go. It's actually, for this last uh, San Diego Comic-Con, uh, we got really hungry, and we're right there in front of the convention. We're like, you know what, let's go get some food at, and, and, uh, and Gaslamp District. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, two hours just get from the con all the way to get some food and we're just like deep or super hungry let me ask you do you in my opinion i saw less cosplay this year at comic-con what do you think yeah you noticed that, that too. too okay yeah you know i really noticed the, the less cosplay during like from wednesday to friday once once friday came along i saw a little bit more people coming out of the woodwork right of cosplay well you know but i missed I, harley palooza i was very sad because I, yeah, I, I missed that I too because I too late. Up the, the time. I guess they, I guess something happened with the time issue, and they they moved it up earlier. Oh, well, I would never have made it. Yeah, I think it was like way earlier than it was supposed to be, and I was like, oh, because you know I wanted to be there with all the Hardys. Yeah, I I saw the turnout, and it was less than they they expected. I guess. Oh uh, yeah, I think that was one of the problems was because they it the time schedule. Shifted. shifted okay. It got I mean, earlier than, than later what it uh, said on the invite, of yeah. Facebook invite. I didn't see as many Harleys walking around the convention. I don't know if I missed yeah. them all. Maybe. Yeah, I I didn't see as much either. I saw some, like, scattered around. Um, yeah. And that's about it. Like, I saw she usually a lot has of quite stuff. a presence. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the last, the last, like, what, four or five years of cons, um, cosplay yeah. has, like, exploded. Yeah. And that right. may have just been the fad the fad part of it, and now the serious cosplayers are the ones who are still sticking with it while those who were like, Maybe. oh, yeah, I bought this cosplay or that cosplay, and they're like, oh, I don't want to spend you know $5,000 on a new cosplay oh this year. Oh, my God. Do people spend right, that much? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should know. I am so cheap. I think <laughs> she, I've said oh, this. Geez. She wouldn't know. She makes my her st- My yeah. Stormtrooper is the most expensive I've ever – that's the most I've ever spent on a costume, and – Oh, yeah. My my uh, Joker costume alone, just the uh, I had to get the, the actual jacket and pants off this to me. I, I I totaled out everything out is quite just over a thousand dollars. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad I can sew. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't, <laughs> wasn't it Corey Vader was talking about how his was his oh, he's like yeah. ten thousand invested oh, in the his Vader, Vader is one of the most expensive. Yeah. 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 And so is yeah, Boba Vader. Fett. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's got a lot of arm. He's got all that stuff. He's got the voice. Box and that oh, yeah. he's, he's his got voice the fancy Vader. Yeah. I think everything's like silk and <laughs> yeah, he's a good Vader. Yeah, I actually kind of like the fact that the the trendy cosplayers aren't involved anymore because they were the ones that kind of bugged me. I like the people that make their own stuff and put a lot of work. I into agree, it. but I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like such an ass saying that. I feel like a bad person. That's why we let John say it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I actually, totally agreed with you, so yeah, I still look, look yeah. like an ass. <laughs> Not really. I don't think it's an ass move myself because a lot of people are. You know, they're riding a trend and like people like you who really get into what you make and like, you know, and like uh, Latino Joker, I mean, they really get into it and they put a lot of work into it. And I think you guys' work gets a little cheapened by a bunch of people that just dumped money into commissions and well, walk around with the I same kind of I think my status. my biggest problem is, okay, for example, this is, I'm a purist and I'm an ass and I will say that openly. I'm a hater. Like <laughs> I saw a, a Harley Quinn at Comic-Con, beautiful girl. But she she had mixed all these elements of Harley Quinn to where mainly it was a tits and ass type of presentation. Mm-hmm. And that kind of stuff, 
because there was no real effort put into it. Mm. It just granted, you know, I, I'm not in it to make be anything. I, I just enjoy make the craft and making things and little kids get all excited. They want to yeah. hold my hammer and that sounded kind of dirty, but <laughs> it, you know, that's what I'm into. And then you see ones like that and it's like, it frustrates me. Mm. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Well, uh, Latino Joker, thank you so much for taking some time out to give us a call here. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, we do have to take another commercial break right now, so we will uh, we'll bid you adieu. But uh, where can right. people find out more about your cosplay? Um, I have my Instagram, which is Latino underscore Joker, and also my Facebook, uh, Latino Joker. You guys can find me there. Awesome. So Yay. check it out, guys. He does amazing work. All right, thanks, guys. Awesome. So, thank you. Have a good night, sir. All right, talk All right to you now. too. Take care. All right. So once again, that was Latino Joker. Before we go to break, we're going to announce our second place winner of our back to school contest. Uh, that is Janie McLaughlin. Uh, so Janie, congratulations. Yay. You've won. And more importantly, your children have won or child. Um, it's really, it's one. Stuff for yourself. It's good for one child, really. Uh, so you have won. It's a Batman Joker pencil case. A Teen Titans extra large child T-shirt. Oh, did I just break your heart? This? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, an Avengers uh, notebook because I couldn't find the DC one. And uh, you know, we'll throw in some mechanical pencils and school Yay. stuff. <laughs> so, congratulations! And uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking more with Joker's Plaything about cosplay. Yay. If you have any questions, comments, cries of outrage, give us a call 909-989-0789 or messages on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash jackofallnerds. We'll be right back. I never knew that our romance had ended until <laughs> you poisoned my food. And I thought it was a lark when you kicked me in the park. But now I think it was rude. Don't let that guy you call the boss interfere with your entertainment. Chaotic Radio. ChaoticRadio.com the game is afoot, Watson. But Holmes, you've already captured Moriarty. Not here, Watson. I'm talking about over at the Dinner Detective, America's largest interactive murder mystery comedy dinner show where you can enjoy a delicious four-course plated dinner while you solve a hilarious murder case. And a tantalizing prize package awaits the top sleuth of the evening. Sounds like a good time, Watson. Pick us up some tickets. But how do I do such a thing, Holmes? It's elementary, Watson. Visit their website at www.thedinnerdetective.com or call them at the box office, 855-633-0080. Could I get that one more time, Holmes? Oh, Watson. The website again is www.thedinnerdetective.com and the box office number is 855-633-0080. And if you're picking up tickets for the Ontario location, use the promo code CRIME to receive a $5 discount. Well, I'll get right on it, Holmes. Excellent, old boy. I'll be here playing my violin. But Holmes... What's up, guys? Tune in every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for the Blaine Humble Show. That's right. Check me out every morning, 8 to 11, as we break down all things news, all things sports, all things topical, all the things that you want to know more about. Oh, and I get to do it in my weird way. 
The phone number for you to call in is 909-989-0789. That's 909-989-0789. Again, be sure to join me every weekday morning from 8 to 11, The Blaine Humble Show, only on chaoticradio.com. If you're looking for a fun night out, check out the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Located conveniently off the 210 Freeway in Day Creek at 12853 Highland Avenue in Rancho Cucamonga. For food and fun, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is, the Roadhouse has you covered. With happy hour all day Sunday through Tuesday. A lunch menu 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. And nightly food specials including Build-A-Burger Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, Wing Wednesdays, Thursday Steak Nights, and Barbecue Sundays featuring NFL Sunday Ticket on 14 flat screens. Oh, and did I forget to mention live music and dancing on Friday and Saturday nights? Check us out on Facebook for news and event information at facebook.com forward slash eRoadhouse. That's facebook.com forward slash eRoadhouse. The Etiwanda Roadhouse, a gathering spot since 1927. Are you looking for a reliable, honest attorney that can do it all? Look no further than the law firm of Jasmine Pico. Jasmine Pico is proficient in bankruptcy, traffic, and criminal cases. Jasmine also specializes in estate planning, and letting her set up your will and trust ensures your assets are protected. Located in the city of Rancho Cucamonga, Jasmine Pico is the go-to attorney of the Inland Empire. Contact Jasmine at 909-906-1010. That number again is 909-906-1010. For Jasmine Pico, attorney at law. Hey, what's up? This is Chappie from Chaotic Motorsports. Have you been thinking about riding a motorcycle? I have. Maybe for saving time and money on your commute or just being a weekend warrior. Then reach out to the crew at RideRight.net. RideRight is the state's leading certified motorcycle training school that will help you get your DMV riding requirements to get your license fast. Hey, everyone. This is Zig from the Zig Zone. And not only do I raid the airwaves on my show, but I also have been a rider for more than 30 years. I am also a motor motorcycle training instructor for Ride Right. I've been teaching for Ride Right for over a decade, and I can tell you that all of the instructors are fantastic. Whether you are new to riding or currently riding, want to improve your skills, Ride Right is for you. It's easy and very affordable. With three locations in California to serve you, Riverside, Van Nuys, and Temecula, and more on the way, go to their website at riderite.net. That's R-I-D-E-R-I-T-E dot net, or you can call them at 951-736-8179. That's 951-736-8179. So even if you don't have a bike, call them. They supply the bikes for training and can help you get your license. Make sure you tell them Zig sent you and mention Chaotic Radio for a special discount. I will see you there. Hi, this is King C, and I'd like to refer you to TSI Transcripts, located in La Quinta, California, but worldwide from the web. If you need a professional transcript company, go to TSI Transcripts. TSI is the leader in academic research and has been recognized as the prominent multilingual support organization for market research, advertising, government, higher education, and the legal community. High volume with a full media support. TSI can translate all languages. TSI does not translate cheating spouse video, nor do they want to. TSI is the professional's choice for translating services. To find out more, go to TSITranscripts.com. That's TSITranscripts.com. Or give them a call at 760-777-7600. Again, 
That's 760-777-7600. Tell them King C sent you. Riddle me this, Batman. Where can I find the best selection of comic books in the Inland Empire? I'm not playing your twisted game, Nigma. Oh, just answer the question, Batsy, and we'll let you go. <laughs> yes, unless you think you have something to fear. You might want to find someone to write new riddles. The answer is Four Color Fantasy's comic book store in Rancho Cucamonga. They have the biggest selection of comics, graphic novels, and collectibles. For more information, visit them on the web at fourcolorfantasies.com or give them a call at 909-563-8751. Fourcolorfantasies.com, 909-563-8751. He got every detail correct. Well, who came up with this ridiculous question? You did. Oh, you're right. I guess we'll leave that to you next time. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we have to let him go. But I didn't get to use my fear toxin. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. The only show I listen to when I'm out on patrol in Gotham. Why? Because I am vengeance. I am the night. I am a really big fan of the show, so keep listening. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight, I have cosplayer Joker's Plaything in the studio, and we've been talking about her Harlequin cosplay most recently. And uh, before last break, we had kind of been talking about the hammer and where the uh, Harley's hammer came from. And we promised that we would find out, uh, like a first appearance or what have you. I've not been able to find that out, but I did find out, um, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, but this actually is more specific, that uh, when her character first appeared on Batman the Animated Series, it was intended to be a one-off. She, right. was, she was only supposed to be in the episode Joker's Favor, and she became so popular that she was pretty much written in and went from a cartoon into the comic books, right. which is insane. Yes. So, And, and now is really one of the most recognizable characters um, in, I would say, even D, in the DC universe, really. So crazy but everything that i can find her just says that she wields the hammer the, the mallet like it just says that that's what she does i, I couldn't find like where it, where it, it looks shows like the first it was time. in the batman uh, batman the animated series mm-hmm. i'm trying to figure out which episode it was yeah because it's not her first one yeah i'm sure it did it's just yeah i don't i don't remember it so. no it's been a while since i've watched all of those episodes so plus if it was in the animated series i'm sure it was probably a more like reasonably sized mallet, I feel like. like yeah, it's a little more to scale. <laughs> yeah, whereas it's definitely become uh, quite uh, exaggerated and cartoony. Right. Yeah. Although uh, I was reading something that said in the new when they did the new Fifty Two that it was kind of less comical and yes. more 
deadly looking. Yeah. So. Well, in Suicide Squad, it's a little, yeah, it changed especially. Mm. So what is it that draws you to this character? Oh, <laughs> are we going to go there? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I think, right, look at me. Am I turning red? <laughs> yeah. I think the trolley's already at that stop. <laughs> okay. I'm going to... Uh, yeah. Peachy okay. it. Um, <laughs> I think I, I appreciate the fact that she's intelligent. Um, and she... To me, in my opinion, she is one of the craziest, most psycho villains, female villains. I mean, like she wants to bash people in with a hammer, you know, and mm. and her love, undying love for the Joker is twisted as, as it is. And it's an abusive relationship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say I like that, but maybe I do. I don't know. Um, there, I do feel some sort of connection to harley quinn i mm. guess in a way that i won't go into detail okay so but i like i said she is a badass and mm. i think that's probably one of the things yeah. i admire about her the i most. mean she really is a great counterpoint or not not even a counterpoint but a, a compliment to the joker right. because they're both fuck crazy you know right what I mean? oh and, yeah and it works really well um yeah and i don't i'm trying to think of other Granted, there are times it does me. I mean, when you watch the Batman in the animated series, she's he kicks her around like a dog, and I'm not I'm not saying, you know, but there are points where she does stand up for herself and she moves along. I mean, in the Batman animated series, it was rough, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it is still watching it. You know, I watched yeah. that when I was younger. Yeah, I'm old, and um, it, you know, at the time I didn't think about it. It's yeah. nothing I thought about until as you get older, you analyze relationships more, and I'm like, wow. So. Yeah, you don't. As a kid watching it, her you just, poison ivy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. been confirmed. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you definitely don't think about like no. just how abusive that relationship yeah, is. Yeah, and it's terrible. I mean, because how often did you see a woman being smacked around? I yeah. mean, it wasn't common, especially. I mean, even now. Yeah. So. Well, it's like we were talking about during the break, like the difference between Marvel and DC, how the DC female characters tend to be a lot darker. They are. Than the Marvel ones where, you know, it's like the males in the Marvel universe are more badass than the males in the DC universe, but the females in the DC universe. Yeah, they kick ass. Yeah. They are my favorite, yes. Mm-hmm. DC all the way, especially when it comes to the women. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other characters that? Because I know you've done again. You've done the female Joker. You've said you did a, a Punisher. Yes. So because the, my my boyfriend, I have to say, is the largest has the largest. It's arguable, I guess. We can argue it, but Punisher collection. He owns everything Punisher. <laughs> if, if if Punisher just was in an ad in an old comic, he has it. Right. He has every T-shirt, anything you can ever imagine. He ins- he even owns Thomas Jane's. Punisher costume. He has a couch. Like a replica or like actually oh, no, used in the movie? Used. Oh my God. He has That's... artwork. I mean, it's amazing. I did not realize That's his crazy. level of commitment. And shopping for him is the hardest thing in the world. It's like <laughs> I show him a picture. Got it. Like, really? <laughs> Got it. Okay. So he's. It's amazing. So what were what were his thoughts on uh, on the movies? Um, he, obviously he must like the Tom Jane version. Right. And and he was upset with the, changing the origin. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's, he's a purist. He and I can rant all day long. You should get him on here sometime. Let me tell you. Oh, absolutely. He, wax, he, wax about the Punisher for a while. Oh, he to. could. 
go on for days. <laughs> I love it. It's so much fun. <laughs> Does it? Did he hate uh, Warzone? Punisher Warzone? You know, I don't. I don't think it's we've talked about it. <laughs> that I would love to know because it's such an awful. Movie. He's not completely sold on um, for Daredevil. Oh, John Bernthal. Um, Bern- yeah, he's. You know, he's like when it comes to Punisher, he's like the way I am with Harley Quinn. Mm. The guy's not the right build. He's, you know, he should be a little more. Yeah. Have yeah. a little more to him, but. It is. John's got some big ear lobes, and the Punisher's not known for that. Right. So <laughs> I, I can see that. So yeah, <laughs> we weren't too thrilled with the Daredevil series either. Try to get oh, into really? it. Try. I try to, and didn't I'm do it for try you. I'm gonna try one time. I'm gonna try again. That's that's one of the, you're one of the first people that I've heard that didn't really get into it. Cause... I have a hard time watching TV, period. Uh, so it's sitting down and committing. Mm-hmm. It it has to really grab me, like Orphan Black or even Orange is the New Black. Those, okay. pretty, those grab me, but <laughs> even though they're not related to what we're really talking about. But yeah, it's hard for me to sit down and watch TV. Yeah. So, so you haven't? Did you like you just watched like one episode or part of an episode and it just didn't? I watched the first episode and kind of – I think I was working on cosplay at the time, and I will just start thinking about yeah. things and then I run off to the Oh, other yeah, room. especially if you are if you have something on his background. Yeah. That's, that's not a good way to focus because you'll so. never know what's going on. <laughs> I'm going to – yeah, it's terrible. I do it all the time. I mm-hmm. start movie, and the next thing you know, it's over. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. try and do it again before yeah. the new season starts. In the same way when I'm, when I'm writing or something like that, and I'll have something on the background, and then I'll just – I'll look up, and it's – Something else? <laughs> like, yeah. Wait, what happened? <laughs> or you look halfway through a season and you realize, yeah. oh, I just missed every plot point and I saw this and it's screwing it for me. I've, I've even to the point where I've I've missed something and then I went, I was like, oh, damn it. And then I went back in the episode and then went, missed it again, like did the exact same thing because I was just was focused on whatever I was doing. Oh, and for the record, my boyfriend texted me and said Warzone was the closest to the comics. Oh, ew. <laughs> he said the Daredevil Punisher actor is too small. That's his problem. Yeah, but I, the the Brit, the Brit did not do uh, like the origins in that movie may have been OK, but I, the guy who played the Punisher didn't do it for me in Warzone. Sorry, I can't get behind you on that. <laughs> I mean, he's no Dolph Lundgren. Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Moving so, on. do you have what are your what are your future cosplay plans? That was very difficult to say. That's why I said it so slowly. <laughs> um, my next, I have started working on it. I have to get the armor though. I'm gonna do a, a Harley Quinn Stormtrooper mashup. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be expensive, but I have started. Okay. Yeah, because you're gonna have to get all new armor. Yeah, but I'm gonna probably go a cheaper route. Mm-hmm. Because, like I've said throughout the show, I'm cheap. <laughs> it it hurts me to spend a lot of money, but <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm. I'm. That's in my thoughts. All right. I do want another Star Wars costume. I would love a Shadow Trooper. Cool. Well, okay. So now you've been cosplaying for just a little over a year now, right? Um, longer than that now. Okay. Almost two years. Almost two years. Almost two. So out of all of the skills that you've developed in working on your own cosplay, what is the one thing that you're the proudest of and you think is the coolest new skill you've picked up? Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. I, you know, I think I really enjoy the armor. I was very intimidated by the armor kit when it came in the mail. I looked at it in pieces. I was like, what? And cutting into it, doing something, because if you could overcut 
you got to buy a new piece. So mm-hmm. I think working with that, the sanding and learning not to be afraid and the gluing. And I've learned so much from my boyfriend. When, you know, we worked on it together. And I think that is probably was my most favorite thing mm-hmm. this year was working on that and realizing I can do it and not be afraid. <laughs> cool. So what's the one thing you want to learn how to do now? Um, I want to get in more to, in prop making. I think um, guns, building things, warbler, more materials in yeah. that respect. Because I, the sewing thing, I'm, I don't know how much more I can do with that. I mean, but I would like to get. And I've seen people who do such huge things with like armor, like the craft foam and whatnot, and that you know, not Star Wars related. I think I want to get in hmm. bigger. Now, do you, uh, do you and your boyfriend do? Couples cosplay. Oh, oh yes. You know what? <laughs> the adorable cosplay. Actually, he started this before he even met me. He could started the Bat Bum. And he actually has an Instagram with a backstory. And it's a, he put so much thought into this thing. It's amazing. Um, it's The story is a bum mm. who finds the Batman cow. And he starts to fight crime. But he's the poor man's version of the, bat, the Batman. You know, he... He has like dirty sweats and like, I mean, you should see the detail and you can at the bat bum is his Instagram and you can see the detail he put into it. It's amazing. I was so impressed with it. That's that's hilarious. So he does that. But other than that, he's not really a cosplayer. He's too cool for that kind of. (laughs) (laughs) He would do the Punisher, he said, if he if he could do it justice. So but he does. He's a shadow trooper. But he has such high standards for the Punisher that. He, 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 he doesn't won't. feel that he can play him. Yes. Oh, okay. Not yet. Right. But uh, he's a shadow trooper with a five of first. So he actually was accepted um, before I was. He was mm-hmm. approved just before celebration. So right. actually true before he did, though. <laughs> so is he the same uh, L.A. or is he the he's is, L.A. squad? He's yeah, because he well. lives in the Torrance area. Okay. So I'm out there all the time. I was hoping to move out there, but trying mm-hmm. to find a job in the area. So. So that I guess with that, there's opportunities for you guys to uh, troop together. Is that? Oh yeah. That well, we, yeah, we can troop, and it doesn't matter what squad you're in. You can troop anything. You just got to sign up for it. So that's cool. Yeah. It yeah. just looks weird when the stormtrooper and the shadow trooper are holding hands walking down the street. Oh, we we have pictures <laughs> of us. Yeah. They say ebony and ivory. And <laughs> we have so much fun. I, I try and do the weirdest things I can in my armor. Like we went, a, we were in the pouring ring on the swings. You know, I, well, I was on the swing and I like to do things, silly things. It's fun. Well, that's, I mean, and that's what you have to, you have to enjoy what you're doing. Oh, it's why, so much fun. Do it, so. I mean, it's like being a little kid again and I will not apologize for it. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to hopefully be, well, I won't say 80, maybe 65 70 wearing armor maybe <laughs> and still doing harley oh god i hope not <laughs> i at some point i'm gonna have to hang it up you know <laughs> i'm probably way older than i look and one day i'm gonna hit a wall and just be <laughs> grandma harley or something i don't know well, you know that'll be a, a different take actually there the is character. there is a version of grandma harley really no in the animated oh series. i, I just meant like a, like a cosplay yeah. oh no 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 i don't think so <laughs> Although well, there's so, it's really hard. There's so many variations. Like you were talking about wanting to do yeah. the mashup, and mashups are such a big thing. That's the way to go now, I swear. <laughs> yeah, that trend is getting nuts. Mashups, especially with the Star Wars thing, because uh-huh. people people love it. People love you know seeing many, things like mashed the, up. The Disney princesses as Slave Leia, the mashups. Yeah, and then um, I, I'm over Frozen. Let me just say that I am so over Frozen. 
and yeah. Elsa. Yeah. Well, have you seen the Slave Leia Frozen? Yes. Yeah. It's actually really good. I've never good. seen the Frozen. Uh, no, no, no. I, I give them. They do an amazing job. I'm not putting them down in that respect. It's yeah. just between going to Disneyland all the time and yeah. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> I refuse. And you you don't need to because it's so want in to. your face. Yeah. Like. I'm Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The imagery but I, is everywhere. The cosplayers are amazing. I'm not I'm not putting them down, but it's just yeah. the whole Frozen thing. Yeah. But if you are a cosplayer and you want uh, many, many pictures taken, <laughs> mashups are the way right? to go. Because yeah. we, we did that, uh, the Star Trek, the next generation DC right. villain mashup. I remember that. And WonderCon. My God. Like that was, it was one of our most popular, like people wanted yeah. pictures like crazy. And yeah, I imagine Star Wars. I know. Well, that's the be... thing, you know, with cosplay, you want to keep it. You got to throw something new yeah. out there. And no, you I definitely want it to be fresh. You know, mashups are the best because there's no rules. Yeah. And then people like me who hate on certain <laughs> things, you, I won't get mad at you for mashups. There's mm. no rules to that. <laughs> Don't mess with my Harley. <laughs> I will find you, beat you with my mallet. No. <laughs> I saw one dude out at uh, Amazing Vegas. He was actually doing the Where's Waldo cosplay, and he was wearing a Where's Carmen San Diego trench coat and hat. You know, I think I and saw I thought that, that one was yeah, and it was like it cracked me up more than anything else. It's like you can't find me, and you can't find her, so yeah. I'm gone. Where in the world is Waldo? Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. But you know, I saw a stormtrooper. I think that did Waldo. I don't. There's been a, a lot of Waldo, Waldo mashups lately. Yeah, Waldo's pretty popular. He's, he's making a comeback, guys. I yeah, you know. can find him everywhere. Ha! Right? <laughs> Do we want to find him? Really? <laughs> no. <sighs> well, we're almost out of time, aren't we, John? Uh, yeah, we got about uh, just under four minutes left. Yeah. Well, let oh. me uh, let me go ahead and announce our grand prize winner real quick. Oh gosh! Where's the drum roll? Wait, do you need a drum roll? Um, yeah, do I it. And if you want to present one, uh, uh, give me just a second here. I'm opening it up right now. Well, I guess well, I'll say what they're winning. How about that? How about, okay, go ahead. Will that work for you? Well, our grand prize winner. He cut you off. You son of a bee! It's, it's go ahead. It's just there. Go. Uh, well, our grand prize winner is Mr. Paul Hottinger. To say shouldn't the drum roll stop? Yeah, right? our drummer really sucks. <laughs> he's he's terrible. Uh, off in his own world, as drummers often are. Um, he's back in the back smoking <laughs> one with the, with the crew. So our grand prize winner has won a stormtrooper backpack. What? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Donated by Four Color Fantasy's comic book store, Yay. no less. Um, and with that is also a Darth Vader pencil case. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also a copy of uh, season one of The Dark Crusader, the the book. That well, we had. Oh, so. speaking of which. Yes. You, uh, were, you heard you were... about that, right? <laughs> no? No. Wait, oh. what? <laughs> okay, now we got to know. I started telling a story. <laughs> You're like, yes. I'm like, yes. No. no. That's correct. <laughs> I, no, I ran into... Uh, the artist? Oh, yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy, there you go. Jimmy Purcell, yes. Yeah. He's like, I know you. I've drawn you before. Oh. And I was like, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> he took your creeper status now. And he oh, actually drew oh, me good. a Harley Trooper. I asked him to oh. dar- draw me a Harley Stormtrooper. I think I did. may I think I may have known that. Um, oh. Like, a, he may have See, mentioned that story yes. in passing. You know what I was talking about. No. Yeah. He was really nice. It was at that at Paul Bain Library, the oh, yeah. Star Wars. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Then, yes. 
For, I'm going to say for it's definite. A dark Crusader. I'm sorry. I'm going to say for definite. Totally interrupted you. That I did know that story. I just you. We didn't mentally communicate, so you needed to tell but the yay story. Yay to the winner! <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, but yeah, that uh, it is a kick-ass stormtrooper backpack. Yeah, it and looks you better like pick a stormtrooper helmet, so it's, take it. <laughs> that's why I didn't it bring it. Here, so she can't right? steal it. <laughs> it's gonna be gone. Uh, yeah. So congratulations to uh, all three winners, and Yay. thank you to everybody who entered. Um, you know, we we do these giveaways quite regularly, so make sure to keep a lookout on our website. You might win something. So anyway, Joker's plaything. <laughs> What, what? <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. No and... problem. You know, I, I could talk all night. Are we done now? All right. You heard it, John. We're going to midnight. All righty. All right. <laughs> uh, so uh, just for everyone, in case they're just now tuning in, which would be horrible, uh, where can everybody find you? Okay, I'm on Instagram. It's jokers underscore plaything. Twitter is just jokers plaything. Facebook, I, I'm redoing my fan it's been a long time i'm lazy and cheap and uh, it's joker's plaything on there um you can find my cosplay on my personal page lee edwards it's l-e-i-g-h last name edwards i'm also with a 501st as tk 46137 which if you flip that over it's my name l-e-i-g-h nice so yeah so I that old know. calculated trick from the right? elementary school still works. It stuck with me all these years. Right on. Well, you get to pick your TK number or, or your assigned number, member number. So. Mm. Did they, I assume they have to check it to make sure? Oh it's yeah, not, they make sure it's not taken. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. The TK registry, man. Well, there you all guys right. go. So again, thank you, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll check back with you in the future. And, well, hopefully, uh, I have something new by Long Beach or Kamikaze. Hopefully. I. Hope I don't think it's going to be a matter of hopefully. You have so many costumes, and like I'm bad. Excited to see the future. It's an addiction. So. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate no it. No problem. So uh, this will be available in podcast form on our website, jackofallnerdshow.com. And this has been the Jack of All Nerds. We will talk at you later. Am I blue? Am I blue?